Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears. All right then, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for your second ever live Wolves podcast? That's uh, good to hear. A little bit louder. Come on. All right, then, with no further ado, let me introduce your host for the evening. This is a man who hasn't touched a carb in 20 years. A man who ordered an Uber, a 40 pound Uber, to get here tonight because he wanted to go to Pop World after. And a man who also requested to have his dressing room deep cleaned before tonight. May I introduce Nathan Judah? Whatever will be, will be. We're going to Wembley. Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 114. That's episode 114. It is the ENS. Wolves podcast. The DL, you guys need warming up. Come on. Wolves podcast. It's more fucking like it. I'm your host Nathan Judah, and I am delighted to welcome. 275 of you beautiful people here tonight. So how good are Wolverhampton Wanderers? It is unbelievable. Hands up, how many of you went to the first live podcast at Molyneux? Hands up. Loving your work. How many people is their first live podcast tonight? Ah, you f***ing plastics. I'm going to call you the Graham Hughes stand. No, I'm just kidding. We've got an amazing show for you tonight. A few announcements before we get started. At the very back, we've got Cure Leukemia, which is our main charity tonight. Mr. Paul Berry, ex-head of press at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Give Give us a wave, Paul, at the back. Round of applause. So that is, our, that is our main charity tonight. We've got a great auction coming up for you in the second half. Um, make sure you're ready for that. But if you've enjoyed tonight's show and you've got uh, a few bits of silver, a few coppers, a few gold coins at the end of it, just put it in the buckets. And there's a few flies as well if you want to come and take part and become a part of a member of the, of the Cure Leukemia family. So, so go and see Paul at the end. Next to it, next to it, we have got our very own amazing abuse of the week mugs now these are superb we got 150 of these printed for the last live podcast there's very very few left luke how many have we got uh, 145 145 left okay guys you really need to help me out because i've, I've i said there was 150 i said they were going to fly off they haven't i'm in a bit of trouble at work i've got a few speeding fines to pay Please, just, 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 just give, pay a fiver, please. Thanks very much. Okay, so that's great. Actually, Luke Hatfield, come here. Luke Hatfield. Everyone's Luke Hatfield, everyone. 
So, so for those for those of you who don't know, Luke's going to be helping out tonight. Um, who were the first podcast? There was a tug of war uh, after after the show between River Island and Top Man as to what clothes Luke would be wearing tonight. Although, judging by his getup, it looks like Bilston Market came in with a late bid. <laughs> Thanks very much, Luke. Thanks very much. No, I'm only kidding, Luke. You can go, Luke. Go, Luke. Bye, Luke. Bye. 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 No, we love you, really. Um, some familiar faces tonight in the audience, as normal. Uh, where's Lucy Thompson? Where's Lucy Thompson? Lucy Thompson. There she is. There she is. Tim Spears is better half, actually. Oh, she's looking dread. Tim, Tim doesn't know about this little, little, little skit that I've got going on here now. So, so Tim Spears, um, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers reporter, the Express and Star, has coined the phrase pure filth. Everyone says it now. He's copyrighted it. Connor Cody, 40-yard ball across, Neves, Moutinho. Oh, pure filth. But what I want to know, Lucy, between me and you, because no one else is listening, no one else is watching, is that, is that does he practice what he preaches? Behind closed doors, is Tim Spears pure filth? <laughs> she's nodding, she's nodding, ladies and gentlemen. Excellent. Martin Wright, Martin Wright, our Expressing Star, new Expressing Star editor. Where's Martin Wright? At the back of the room there. Martin Wright, round of applause for our editor. It is superb to have your boss here tonight. Really looking forward to that. Martin, when he joined the company, when he came to the Expressing Star, first day on the job, 1,150 emails, 896 of them were from Ollie the Cat trying to get me and Tim sacked. Thankfully enough, we're still standing, although I can't say the same in two hours' time. But thank you very much. Uh, right, we've got a special guest as well. A special guest. I'm going to come down here to say, very special guest. I have to get her to stand up here. Come stand up. It's my mum! My mum's in the audience! Oh my goodness me! Mrs. Judah. So as you can see, there's a bit of a height discrepancy. Um, my mum's four foot eleven, my dad's five foot five, and I'm six foot two. Is there anything you want to tell me? <laughs> the milkman was gorgeous. Okay, excellent news. Right. Without further ado, are you ready for him? Uh, are you ready for him? Come on, guys. Come on. Okay. He is... The Del Boy to my Rodney, the Mork to my Mindy, the Robson to my Jerome, the Sooty to my Sue, the Cagney to my Lacey, the Fred West to my Rose. <laughs> Luke, we might have, to, might have to cut that one out. He is multi-award winning Express and Star, Wolverhampton Wanderers correspondent. Please give a warm welcome to Mr. Timothy Spielzo. Good evening. There we go. There good we go. Good evening. How you doing? I'm very good. I'm very good. I'm very good. How are you? you? Yeah, what's going on? Um, peeps are in good form. 275 beautiful people out there. I... Uh I swore a little bit in the last uh, live podcast. I, I promised I would try and cut down tonight, but after hearing your walk-on music, what the fuck was that, mate? Honestly, uh, uh, anybody know uh, what was that? And sing bye bye bye. It's an absolute modern-day classic. 
Never heard of it, mate. Oh, it's ridiculous. Okay, you're looking a bit worse for wear. I think you need warming up. You've had a couple of glasses of wine in the back. Have you been to the bathroom? Uh, Have you been to the bathroom? Uh, because we know when you get caught short, you need a bottle or two. And I was doing the sound testing today, and people who did listen to the last podcast or a couple of them ago knows that Tim and Bottles, he's got a little bit of a thing going on when it's in the car. And then I found this. What is this? And kind of want to know, you know, whether you got whether, what happened really. Please explain. I can't explain. Abs- Sorry. Absolutely disgusting. Right, let's sit down. Let's talk Come some Wolverhampton Wanderers let's team. Let's do it. Let's talk what we're here for. Okay. Uh, first of all, can you pour some yeah. wine, please? Pour some wine. Some wine. We've got some. Uh, what have we got tonight? We've got some um, some Malbec, of course. Bought, bought from from Chile. From Chile. Yeah. In, in what superstore? Uh, Asda. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Is that okay? Well, I don't know. It's Do you know what? I, uh, we, uh, we discussed going for lunch today at <laughs> for a little kind of, just, just a little lunch before the podcast. Uh, we discussed going to the Asda Cafe like we did last time. Honestly. Absolutely. F-ing no chance. The, <laughs> the look on this guy's face when I said we're going to the Asda Cafe. It was like he'd been uh, told his Nickelodeon contract was cancelled all, wow, all over again. Wow. Devastated he was. Wow, Devastated. wow. Well, cheers, pal. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers guys, to cheers, Wembley. Cheers, to Wembley. Cheers, cheers, cheers. So, Wembley. So, um, Wolverhampton Wanderers 2, Manchester United 1, Tim. Oh, yeah. A stunning night, an incredible night. Where does it rank for you in games at Molyneux? Probably the best of all time ever. I think. Really, uh, it was it was just just an unbelievable night, an unbelievable occasion, uh, an emotional occasion. I think we were all a bit emotional. You were welling up. By I the was way. very emotional. I um I had a lot of tweets from grown men, kind of saying, "I'm in tears." I was in tears in the South Bank. This is this is just it means so much to so many people, um, and I think if. If you're not a if you're not a Wolves fan who's gone through all the the hurt, the um, the devastation, the underachievement for the best part of four decades, you might not understand that emotion. Perhaps, um, for example, I, I, te- I text the missus uh, shortly after full time, saying, "What what an amazing result! Unbelievable! Wolves have won." Uh, Am- amongst other things, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She replied saying, "Oh, amazing! Absolutely unbelievable!" And I, I was a bit emotional at this point. I, d- I don't mind admitting. Uh, I was like, "Shall I tell her? Shall I? Shall I tell her?" I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm welling up, babe. I am. Um, honestly, I'm in tears here in the press box." Reply, you sad. <laughs> <laughs> However, if 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 you're not a Wolves fan, I don't think you quite quite appreciate just what this means to everybody it's uh it's it's once in a lifetime for a lot of people certainly once in a generation um it doesn't get it doesn't get much better until the semi-final it doesn't get any better than this and and look this team outright themselves are making history they're making their own history aren't they at the moment i mean it's an unbelievable season but people are going to look at this era i know it's only a couple of years so far hopefully mm. you know five six seven ten plus in 30 40 50 years time saying god were you there at that time? It's unbelievable seeing it. I think so, totally. We haven't had this for decades. I mean, I spoke to somebody who's been going to Wolves since the mid-70s in the office the other day. He said he's never heard Molyneux like that on Saturday, specifically after Diogo Jota's second goal. He said he's never heard a, no- a noise quite like that in his life. How good was that goal, by the way? Uh, mm. Stunning. 
unprecedented times, but you know, it's tangible. We feel like there's more to come. This is just the beginning. That's why it feels so special. And you know, the, the fact is, you know, they outplayed Man United. It wasn't a lucky win. They had more shots, more chances, um, more of the play. I thought in the final in the final third, it wasn't a fluky win at all. They deserved it. I, I saw a lot of national papers kind of saying. United didn't turn up, you know, Man United were tired. No, bullshit. Wolves stopped them from playing. Wolves stopped the great, mighty Man United from playing and deservedly won that game 2-1. It was it was unbelievable. So we've got our hot or not, hot or not. Yes. Well, there's, there's no not this week. There's no not. No. Everyone was hot. However, I've got different ranks of, of hotness, okay? Obviously, I'm normally at the top, okay. but, but not on this occasion. Right. So we've got, we've got warm, hot, steaming and boiling. Although I was thinking just before I went on stage, is steaming better than boiling? Is that hotter than boiling or is steaming? I don't know. You get steam before it goes boiling, right? Do you? Does steam go before boiling? I don't know. It's anyway, it's so a pretty, warm. That's a pretty boring technical issue. Absolutely, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go warm first. So yep. who was warm for you? So who was your, your, your fourth best player of the night? I mean, there was, no, there was no shortage of candidates for man in the match. You could, well, a couple of obvious ones. And then you go down, if you go down to warm, um, I thought, I thought Dendonka was, was superb for a start. Cheers, um, Pogba, by the way. Hmm? Didn't see him all night, Pogba. Exactly, mm. Adam in his pocket. Um, although, the thing I like about Dendonka, I don't know if anybody noticed for the second goal, uh, Jota's running through and Dendonka's trying to catch him up. And he's got this kind of crazed run about him. Uh, <laughs> it's, so, it's sort of like... Um, cheers. Yeah, all right, okay, okay. It's, it's sort of like an ostrich, right? But an ostrich on, on drugs, maybe On speed. acid. Yeah, well, well, yeah, maybe. Uh, so he was great. Um, Jota, unbelievable. Uh, but probably... Who was that then? Uh, Giamatino. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, no, yeah, Connor Cody, right? Connor Cody, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah um, brilliant. Didn't have, a, didn't have a kind of huge amount to do in terms of like interceptions or clearances or tackles, but the thing with Cody is his leadership. And I spoke to him after the game, and it, I it asked him what he said in the huddle because obviously gets gets everyone together for the game, and he said, you know, guys, let's make history. Let's let's be remembered. He, he was like, players come and go over the years but we can be remembered as a team for what we do tonight. I mean, it sounds inspirational stuff. And obviously his organisation and his leadership on the pitch, Wolves were very deep in the early stages, but you saw Cody trying to push them out and push them out. And then lo and behold, 30 minutes on, thirty minutes in, uh, they had done that and they were by far the better team thereafter. I thought he was superb and I feel really sorry for him that he's not in the England squad. I understand why, but it's, it's Yeah, a I mean, is it, is, it just, is it just simply formation that he doesn't fit into? Or do you think, you know, you look at... Th- can, is he good enough now that he can adapt to a formation and a 4-4-2? It's hard, it's hard, that's hard to say, isn't it? But Southgate has come out in his, in his press conference this week and said um, because he's in... Because England play a back four... He's probably he's not going to call him up at the moment because he kind of feels like the attributes he shows for Wolves can't really be transferred to England's formation. But it's such a shame because Wolves are seventh in the league. He's captain. He's a great character. He's played for the under-21s and all the youth teams. He deserves it. He deserves it, but he just doesn't quite fit in at the moment. But England's losses, Wolves' gain, so, yeah. so happy days there. Hot. Who's hot? 
Ruben Neves he is had a great game and he's he's had he kind of <laughs> he's had uh, an inconsistent season actually um not been up to his standards it's been it's been quite interesting for me <laughs> you can tell the national pundits that just don't watch wolves because yeah. I saw Charlie Nicholas say a few weeks ago that Neves should be the, the pl- young player of the year. Mm. Uh, I'm not being funny. Like We all love Neves. He's outstanding. He's unbelievable. But he's had a mixed season. He Absolutely, hasn't, yeah. He hasn't been great. However... It's just a sexy name, though, isn't it? It's like, oh, Neves, he must be good. It must, Wolves are playing well. Neves must be playing well. Exactly. It's a bit lazy, isn't it, really? But w- we've, seen him, we've seen him up and down throughout the season, but I thought he was outstanding on Saturday. That through ball for, Jota, for um, the Jota chance yeah. in the first half, yeah, yeah. just ridiculous. Um, but also the the dirty side of his game is he's really he's really improved that this season. Uh, so who's steaming then? Him and you've got to say Jimenez. Yeah, well, I was steaming at Pot World, by the way. Steaming. Do you want to tell us anything about that? I've got absolutely no recollection whatsoever. However, um, steaming was Raúl Jimenez. Yeah. Jimenez. Uh, I've had a, I've had C Senior in my head for about four days. Anybody else? Uh, <laughs> fantastic song. He's he's. Um, he was always a great front man for Wolves in the first half of the season. His work rate, his link-up play, unselfish team player. What, what did we all say? He can't finish. Yeah. He was missing a few chances. Remember at Crystal Palace remember, away? Yeah, I do remember, yeah. Mr. Sitter, and we were like, this is, this is the only thing that's missing from his game. I think he missed he's, a couple at West Ham as well. Yeah, he's added that now. He scored 9-14, more than a host of top strikers in this calendar year. He's in form. He's become prolific. He's become the perfect ideal striker for me. I don't see many, if any, weaknesses in his game. He's kind of got those classic number nine attributes that from a certain somebody that we're going to see in a few minutes' time. However, he's also a very modern striker at the same time. He's just he's the perfect package. 30 million is an absolute bargain yeah. in my eyes you've got to sign in Wolves and I think that they will they've, they've got first refusal though haven't they there's, there's no one who can come in and go zump a bid and say okay I want the Raul Jimenez let's offer 60 million it's kind of like set in loose stone they've got an exclusive option they've agreed uh, wages they've agreed the contract length and the fee is already agreed as well it's about 30 million so it's up for everyone well it's up for Wolves to say yes it's Wolves' option not Jimenez's. Mm. We've seen Jimenez. I uh, spoke to him. He says he, he wants to join. He's happy to stay. So it will get done and it'll be before the end of the season. Excellent. So last one. Last and um, definitely not least. Who is boiling, Tim? Who's boiling? It's got to be Mr. Matinho, the one and only Jam Matinho, five foot seven of football heaven. Wow. So they say. I <laughs> uh, love that. He's. Um, love that. This guy, honestly, he's just a proper artisan he's a master of his craft he well the Wolves by that stat the other day played more uh, the same amount of key passes as the whole Manchester United team a team that contains Pogba and and many others um he was can't remember at this moment in time because you've had two red wines you know me so well (laughs) (laughs) he was a he was exceptional and he really really helped Wolves 20-25 minutes in they were struggling they were deep they were repelling Man United, but they weren't troubling them. It was Matinho who got them up the field and, uh, and coaxed them all up with his, with his passes and his intricate play. He is just about the, the most skillful player I've ever seen in a Wolf shirt. So Jean Matinho could end up being, even though it's latter stages of career, a Wolves legend. But we've got two legends with us in the house tonight. Are you ready for them? Over 1,000 games between them, over 350 goals, 
over 24 years of service combined. Please give a warm welcome to Mr. Steeble MBE and Andy Thompson is Bully and Tomo! Welcome, 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 gents. How are we? Yes. Good, good. Yes, fine. Uh, look, guys, how, how good is this? Bully, Bully, have you, have you recovered yet from Saturday night? Have you sobered up? What's going on? Water. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time and the last time you've seen me water my hands. <laughs> nice. I need a night off. That's why I'm not drinking tonight. But, uh, yeah, I did have a few, on, so I did have a few, mate, to be fair. Um, I've got I to gotta tell the story about it because I, I was, I was going to watch the whole game, but my mate's got his 50th birthday. One of my best mates on, on the Saturday night. I changed the game, didn't I, to 5-8. to eight. So what do you do? I actually just watched the first half and shot up to Jack's bar. Seriously, quickly as, and watched the second half in Jack's bar. Did you? So I was like that as well. I was, yeah, yeah, I was all right. <laughs> so, and then went to the party next door. <laughs> so I was all right, best of all worlds. Uh, what, what do you make of it, though? What do you make of uh, Wolves this season that night? Is that as good as you've seen them play? Yeah, all day long, all day long. Uh, you know what I mean? It was... Um, it was special, that was. You know, I think, uh, I thought the week before when we played Chelsea, I thought, you know, I think it was like everybody else probably thought the first half was boring, but it wasn't boring. It was tactical play. You know, it was frustrating the team and stopping them playing. But I know in our eyes, you're thinking, come on, go forward, get some goals. We did that exactly the same against Man United. As long as they're playing in front of you, you're happy all day long. They're going to hurt you. And come out second half, when I just saw us attack them, I thought, Jesus Christ, this is against United. You know what I mean? You know what you do? You know what I mean? So, and uh, I did, I watched it, I thought it, I thought it was something special, I did, and I thought uh, it could have been more than two. Tom, you've been in the commentary box for a while now, how, how does that rank? What, sitting next to Mikey? Uh, <laughs> he gets a little bit excited, doesn't he? But uh, yes, uh, I'm glad they'll land on me anyway, but he's, he's all right. And look, it, it, I think the, the last year and a half since, uh, well, nearly two years since Nuno's come, it's been a massive transformation. I remember the first game, I think, pre-season, was it against Shrewsbury away uh, and the loss and everybody was fearing we've got another foreign manager coming in we're going to be struggling but then the transformation's been absolutely incredible hasn't it with the players he's brought in the quality that he's brought in more so um, and it's been great so it's been a breath of fresh air really and, and it's the first time and I've said this to Tim probably the first time I've, I've, I've seen a manager or heard about a manager that not, he hasn't had no stick at all because usually you've got the doubters and nobody's, nobody's sought it, uh, anything about him. He, he's got on with it. He said, I'm playing this way, I'm doing this. And I think that everybody frowned upon it to start off with. But he's got us in a great position. We're seventh in the league, FA Cup semi-final, won the championship last year. So it's been an absolute dream for supporters as well. Bully, talk to me about Jimenez. Yeah, <laughs> he's, uh, he's world-class, to be fair. You know, I think... Um, I'm probably like uh, quite a few of the, the Wolves fans are like a bit of a doubt and me at the start of the season saying he's not the old package. Uh, he's not a natural goal scorer. He ain't going to get you 20 goals a season. He ain't going to do that. But he's turned into one. He's, it's took him a bit of time to get his feet under the, under the door and establish himself. You know what I mean? And uh, for his first season in the Premiership, it's, it's scary and uh, it typifies how, how far he's come, the way he scored the goal against Man United with his back to goal. That's the way he scored goals. You know what I mean? They're back to goal so that the defence can't get you. And when he did that, I thought, OK, he's not just a pretty, pretty goal scorer, yeah? How much would you enjoy playing <laughs> this team? Uh, yeah, yeah, to probably put on about another five years on my career because uh, I wouldn't have had to keep running back and picking the ball up and getting it myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> so, 
But uh, now it's, it's... He wishes. I oh, know, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know, oh, it's one of them. You, see, you could all say, put him in there, put him in there, he can do that, he can do that. You know I mean, it's a different style of football now altogether. You know what I mean? I know he, they run the channels, still run the channels, but it's the first touch linking off each other and doing whatever. And uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's, it's just bloody good to watch now. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, it's ain't walls, but it is. You know what I mean? Tomo, where are you fitting in? You don't, you don't one of the wing backs, mate, if you're in this team? Oh, mine. So you're going to get a lot of the ball, aren't you? So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think that Doherty, as everybody doubted him a little bit at the beginning of the season, another player. Uh, and he's definitely stood up to the mark. So, look, he's definitely done everybody proud of him the way, because he's one of the players who's been here long to, well, the longest player being there, I think he is, him and Connor Cody. But yeah, I just think that I like it that he's, he's not going to change the way he's going to play. He's saying, we're playing this way, don't care who you are, we've got the quality, if we do it right, that we'll beat anybody. And he's gone to prove, say, on Saturday, when we beat Man United, uh, Chelsea, we might have to get a little bit more organised, considering to their manager. If you talk about, um, about FA Cup games at Molyneux, I don't know about you guys, who was around in the... Don't mention it. ...early to, uh, early to mid-90s, my favourite game of all time, possibly until, the, until Saturday was Wolves against Sheffield Wednesday in the in 1994-95 season. The <laughs> Told ulti- you not to mention it. The know. ultimate yeah. game. <laughs> the ultimate game. Um, Tomo more than, more than played his part in uh, the held Sheffield Wednesday to a one-all draw and then just about the best penalty shootout you will ever see in your whole life. Wolves went 2-0 down and won, won uh, was it 4-3 on penalties? It was 3-0 down. 3 0 down, sorry. 3 0 down. down and won 4 3 on penalties. I know you won't. I, know you I won't wish I didn't remember it, but. but the ultimate <laughs> penalty taker here, Andy Thompson, actually missed a penalty. Hit the ball, yeah. In, uh, in, in the shootout. However, my abiding memory of that night is everybody singing your name after that. It was just. Are you having a go? Everyone. You having a go, my mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know them tweets in the toilet. You know them tweets in the toilet. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. Did he sign them? <laughs> <laughs> tweets. <laughs> It showed everyone the affection they wanted for Tomo, but but what about what about kind of the, that game and Saturday's game? How does it kind of rank in the kind of past thirty years for you? For well, was the underdogs in that game as well because Sheffield yeah. Wednesday were top flight team at the time, um, but we played really well, got them to the penalty shootout, and then it's anybody's game, isn't it? So like, um, I had the first one, unfortunately, so I hit crossbar, and then I missed the second one. Yeah. Um, and they scored because they've gone first. So at the time we were three, three nil down, uh, coming up to it. And then John, John DeWolf, you remember him? Oh, Beast, yeah. <laughs> blowing locks. Yeah. yeah. So he's, um, yeah. So John was involved. Um, and then you got Don who scored the winner, which was great. So like, and everybody realised. So like, he, it was a great night. It was a great achievement. Actually doing that. But as you mentioned there. It was the way that we did it. So, look, with the penalty shootout being three 0 down. And how how pleased and proud are you to see this team do, doing what they're doing now? I mean, you guys tried so hard to, to get that far in the FA Cup in the nineties. Now this this team are doing it. Yeah, great. they are. So it's been absolutely brilliant. So look, um, uh, again, so look, I get, I'm fortunate that I get to watch all the Wolves games. Um, again, I sort of said, said you sitting next to Mikey, he does get excited. Um, he does enjoy it, um, and he goes absolutely crazy. I couldn't well, help me. I, I couldn't. I, could, Saturday, I, I was going to say well. I was just about to get there. I couldn't help it myself on Saturday, so I was leaping up on top of him as well. We scored it, so it was uh, it was just unbelievable. Salah, and it's been great. Um, but it, it's it's the style that we're doing it in. We've got no fear. We go out there and play, and I'm talking about the top boys as well. We've had 
what, three or four bad games this year uh, where we haven't performed, but the majority of the games we've played really well. And that's the reason why we're seventh in the league. So, like, it's... Um, I just think that it's it's the way that we've gone. So, like, everybody thought, oh, we're the Premier League. OK, the way that we won the championship, it's going to be good. But when we went into there, everybody thought mm. top ten. Top ten, that'll do us. Now, we're seventh at the minute. I know it's getting close. Uh, we Watford, we've got in the FA Cup. But we, I think that we'll hold on to it. Fantastic. Thank you, boys. They're going to be here with us for a little bit longer. Uh, how would you how would you like the chance to win an iPad Mini? Anyone out there? Anyone out there that's winning an iPad Mini? Anyone? No. No one out there. We're gonna we're gonna have a game of heads and tails now. So it involves all of you guys. Um, interactive, but basically instead of heads, heads is gonna be bully. So if you think bully, then put your hands on your head. If you think Tomo, hands on your bum, because all the answers are either gonna be bully or Tomo. So it's which one you think. So. I want everybody to get up on the feet, please. Everybody on the feet for Game of Heads and Tails. Okay, great stuff. Right, okay. You two gentlemen sit down. Right, I want to give away an iPad mini. So basically how it works is people are going to be eliminated if you guess wrongly. No cheating. Hatfield, where's Luke? Where's Luke? Where's Luke? You said you are going to be that side. No, I don't like that side. I like to be on this side. Goodness me. Um, if anyone is cheating, Luke, can you let me know if anyone's cheating? Okay, so when we get down to the last two, you're going to come on stage here. The winner will get will have to name the first goal scorer at Burnley to win the iPad Mini. I didn't say it was going to be easy. However, who's the gentleman here who won the iPad in the last podcast? Hands up, is he in here? Is he in here? No, oh, he hasn't come, unbelievable. No, he's he's going to be there. Gone. He's, well, he's serious he, uh, he, he basically guessed Jota in Newcastle, and, uh, and he came up and he was the lucky winner of an iPad. So, win, so happy days. So, right, okay. Um, are we ready for the first one? Ready for the first one? Okay, yeah. here we go, right. Remember, heads bully, tails Tomo. So, first one. Most wolves appearances. Heads bully, tails Tomo. Who are the most wolves appearances? For those of you who don't know, that's bully, that's Tomo. So heads bully, tails. You can't have Tomo. one on each. You can't have one on each. Who had the most appearances, Tim? It was Steve and George Ball. Steve Ball, Steve Ball. Anyone in the tails sit down? Anyone in the tails sit down? Right, next up. Who is older? Ooh. Who's older? Of these fine looking gentlemen. Who is older? It's heads for Bully. It's tails for Tomo. Who's going to break the news? Bully. Who's older oh, at yeah. the period? Tomo, how old are you? 51. Bully? 65. <laughs> old. Old. Okay, we'll take old. We'll take old. It's bully. Bully. It's me. Bully. I'm so 50, tails, sit down. 54 tails, next down. week. I can't believe how many people have sat down on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who won the player of the year in the 1993-1994 season? Player of the year in the 1993-1994 season. Bully's nodding. He hasn't got a clue. He hasn't got a clue. Heads for Bully. Tails for Tomo. Heads for Bully. Tails for Tomo. 1993-1994 season. Tomo. It was me. It was Tomo, it was Tomo. Head sit down, head oh, sit down. you gone there. Uh, next up. Who has got the biggest feet? Steady. <laughs> Steady. Who's got the biggest feet? Steady. Is it? I said feet. Is it Steve Ball or is it Andy Thompson? 
Right, we're coming in for shoe sizes here, guys. Shoe sizes. Steve Bull, what is your shoe size? Mine. Nine. Nine, nine. Andy Thompson, what is your shoe size? Seven. Seven, it's okay. Bully. It's bully, it's yeah. Bully. Sit down. Oh, I tell you what, this side, your, your side of the room is doing pretty, pretty well. My side of the room is terrible. <clears throat> Awful. Okay, here we go. Um, who was born in Featherstone? Who was born in Featherstone? Heads for Bully, tails for Tomo. Come on, make your mind up. Come on, Lucas, there are a few people indecisive. You need to take a note. It was Tomo, it was Tomo, it was Tomo. Head sit down, head sit down, please. Right, next up. Whose favourite film of all time is Shawshank Redemption? Ooh. Whose favourite film of all time is Shawshank Redemption? Is it Heads for Steve Ball or Tails for Andy Thompson? Who is it going to be? Tomo. Would you like to reveal the answer? It is mine. It is Tomo. It's Tomo. Heads Good oh, we got, we got rid of a few there. I was going to say that. We got rid of a few. Great film. Oh, dear. Okay, here we go. Right. Who had their Wolves testimonial against Chelsea? Heads for Bully, tails for Tomo. Who had their Wolves testimonial against Chelsea? Heads for Bully... Tails we've got, uh, we've got for two, Tomo. two Judas. Two Judas left in there. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Way, two Judas. I did text them the answers beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Who had it? Me. Yeah, it was Tomo. It was Tomo. Head sit down. Head sit down. Bully, you can't tell people to sit down, man. We're going to be here for all night. You don't, you, don't quite, you don't quite get this game, does it? Bloody hell, your appearance fee was only on the hour. I know you're trying to wangle. It's unbelievable. Okay, uh, whose favourite drink is white wine and ice. Whose favourite drink is white wine and ice? Heads for Bully, tails for Tomo. Heads for Bully, tails for Tomo. Honestly, he's killing us here. He's killing us here. Who is it, Tomo? Bully. It is Bully. It is Bully. It is Bully. There's a few sat down here. How many have we got left? We've got one, two, three. There's Mr. Jason Guy there. So there's a few more oh, in the background. After you, Tim? Not many left. Oh, this, so, this, uh, this, this will get a few down. This okay. will get a few down. Whose favourite singer is Ed Sheeran? Wow. Whose Who's favourite singer? singer is Ed Sheeran? Heads for Bully, Tales for, Tales Tales for Tomo. Tomo. Jason Guy is not sure. Oh, he's not sure. He's yeah. not sure. It is Tomo. It is Tomo. Oh. Oh, we've got one left. One left. Any left? Is that two left? Two left. Two left. left. Last two. Okay, two. Come on to the stage, please. Round of applause for the last two people. Please come on to the stage. Come on. Come on. Here we go. On the stage, please. Thank you. Oh, ladies first. Very nice. I like it. Name, please. June. June, come over here, please, June. Name, sir. Hi, Darren. Darren, go with you. Okay, here we go. Okay. Are you ready? Heads yeah. or tails? We're playing for the chance to win an iPad and a picture with these two living legends. Who's got a phone, by the way? Can you take the picture? There you go. Excellent news. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. Who made the most appearances for West Brom? Heads for Bully, tails for Tomo. (laughs) Both going tails, both going tails. Who made the most appearances of West Brom? 
It was me. It was Tom. It was Tom. Okay, good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Tim, next one. Right. What have we got next? Ah, okay. Right. Whose favourite colour is blue? <laughs> we ran out of questions pretty quickly, as you can understand. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they are scraping the barrel there, aren't they? <laughs> Whose favourite colour is blue? It's a serious quiz. <laughs> Whose favourite colour is blue? Heads for Bully, Tales of Tomo. Oh, 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 there, there you go. go. There we go. That's this what we it. wanted. Heads for Bully, Tales of Tomo. Who is it? It's me. It's Tomo! Congratulations! <laughs> Sorry. Congratulations, sir. First of all, go around the back. Picture with the boys, with the main two. Well done, sir. And the chance, the chance, the chance, the chance, the most important chance. I mean, okay, that, 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 that's a lifetime achievement there. But who do you think will score the first goal? Burnley versus Wolves next weekend. It's got to be Raul. Raul. Raul Jimenez. Raul Jimenez scores the first goal against Burnley. You're getting an iPad, sir. Thank you very much. Round of applause. Top draw. Follow me. Okay, I hope you have got some great questions for these two living legends and Bully and Tomo too. Okay, so I'm going to come down here. So I'm going to take the right hand side of the room, hands up if you want to ask the question, this is your opportunity. On the left, Luke's going to be there, we're going to get through as many questions as we can. Hands up please, Luke you go with the first question. Um, hello uh, Andy and Steve, I've got a question about the backroom staff, uh, who have been superb I think this season in keeping the team on the field. Um, this idea of a, a larger backroom staff and a small playing squad, First of all, is that a model we can use as we go forward? And secondly, what about Ian Cathro? Is that a case of very early, hopefully, succession planning? Thank you. Uh, I think uh, you can never have enough backroom staff. I think uh, when me, me and Tom was actually playing, I think we had two physios and a doctor, that was it. You know what I mean? If you're fit, you're fit. If you ain't, they'll strap you up and send you out there anyway. It was one of them. Now, you have like four or five weeks off and uh, get yourself properly fit and whatever. But uh, you've, got to, you've got to applaud the, the, way they're, the way they're doing this year because how many, t- how many players we got in the squad is shocking compared to all the other, other Premiership teams because they're like, we've got a really small group. And uh, I was worried early on the season thinking if we have any injuries, what are we going to do? Who are we going to replace them? What are we going to do? Going to bring kids in? What are we going to do? We've been very, very fortunate and very, very lucky we have this year. And I know you're on about, about Nuno earlier on about saying he won't change the system, won't do whatever. But what happens if he'd have had all these injuries? What would he have done then? You know what I mean? I know you will sound about a plan B or whatever. I'm glad he hasn't. And he surprised me this year, has. But with the backroom staff, I don't They've got, they got, they got tens of them. They've got, they got loads of them. And I don't, I don't even know where they am. And I'm going, he does this, he does this, he does this. I'm going, toenail person to do this. And I'm going, they've got loads of stuff. It's weird. It's weird, but it's good. It's good, man. Absolutely superb. Well, you've see, and you see the way that they celebrate as well, not just mm. Nuno on his own. It's the whole of the coaching staff that he's, he's brought in. Um, and I think that's the togetherness, what he's got in his squad as well. Now, he's got, a, I think he's got a pre-injury coach who gives them various uh, stretches, routines to try and prevent injuries. And at the minute, it's, it's working really good because if you think about it, who's going to replace Connor Cody if he got injured? Who's a vital part of our team, um, and we've been fortunate because he's played every game, and that's including the cup games as well. He's probably the only one that's played all the games, and 
and they've got the people in the right place. And uh, when Fawson brought him into the club, he was the man who they was after before. He was the man that they wanted to be at the helm of the club. And they said, whatever you want, you can have. And he's, he's proved it with the evidence that he's done in the way that they played. So he's brought in people that one he trusts, but also as well who do a vital job, psychology. They say he's got this pre-injury coach as well. Um, he's got a warm-up coach. He's got everything that he wants and needs to make sure that the team's successful. And look, if he wasn't doing very well, then there'd be a problem. But you give somebody the best opportunity to make sure that they get a winning or the team performance. And it just shows you that it must be working because the injuries have been limited in what we've had. So it's, it, it just shows you what a, a great job he's done, not just with the team, but with everything within the club, what he's brought into it as well. Good. Another question? Bully, Tomo, now we're top dogs in the black country. Would you like to see any of them rubbish teams with 0121 in the telephone number get up in the Premier League with us? <laughs> <laughs> I've said it all, all day long. You know, I think uh, if we had the other Midland sides up there, it's six points off every one of them for the rest of the season, eight. <laughs> so it's one of them. Uh, you know, I know we all have our, our banter and go on with it, but uh, it'd be like a derby every other week. You know, I mean, I, I'd, I would. I'd, I know you, you can probably get slaughter me, whatever. Get the Albion up there, get the Blues up there, get the Ville up there, because we know now we're more superior and more better than them was than, than them are now. You know, I mean, I love it now because it's like the world's changed change upside down for you a lot, for everybody at Wolves, whatever. We've always been the underdogs in the Midland sides. Always been putting the doldrums. They've been giving us loads of stick from up there down there. Now it's our turn on our own to give them, to give them stick back, uh, which is good. All right. it's quietly good, quietly good. <laughs> OK, we've got, one, we've got one in the back here. Um, are there any players that you can think of would get in this team, obviously apart from yourselves? <laughs> uh, I, th- I, th- I think um, if, if I was going to buy, I'll set to the lads in my column week in, week out, if there's money no object, you know what I mean? You'd go for the, like the... The Hazards or the Zahars or even like a Rashford. You know I mean, Rashford are fitting our side all day. I'll go and buy him tomorrow. I'll chop my right arm off and go and buy him tomorrow because he's slotting to our place all day long and he scores the goals as well for you. Similar players like them. That's if you've got the money's no object. Yeah, so I think. I think that we will look in the summer straight down the middle of the team. I think centre-half, centre-mid and I think we'll look at another striker. But that's another thing about Nuno. He's not willing just to bring in anybody. It has to be the right cog to the team who's working, who can benefit from playing in the team. Because, again, he's set in the ways that he wants things. If you don't fit in, you look at Traore. We all see his pace. Absolutely scary. But what he does, he doesn't comply to what he wants him to do. He knows he can't trust him when he hasn't got the ball. Uh, But he's devastating when he comes on. The impact that he does... But that just shows you Cavalero had the same problem when he first came, that he wouldn't play Cavalero because he didn't trust him about the tracking back and working for the team because it's all about the team. But um, I agree with Bullish, somebody like Hazard would be great for us. Um... (laughs) (laughs) But I just think that there's there's loads of players out there who probably want to come to Wolves now where a year and a half ago they probably wouldn't. Uh, with what we offer, the quality that we've got. And I just think that for any player now, I think it's a nice place to come. And I think that that's the main thing that we probably can attract 
if you looked at Jimenez six months ago, works really hard, works for the team, is he worth 35 million? But he's a snip now with the goals that he's scoring. 35 million for somebody like him is brilliant. But I just think that it, it just shows you, you've got full international Matinho who score, who's had over 100 caps, wants to come to Wolves. Okay, from a big club where he is in France. But again, that just shows you the attraction with Nuno, but also the club as well. Okay, guys, got one at the back. Uh, keep your hands up, guys. If you've got a question, so me and Luke can get around you so we can see you. Okay, uh, here we go. Uh, evening, chaps. Who, who's the best player other than, obviously, the person sitting next to you that you ever played played with at Molyneux and against? It doesn't mean oh, Tim Spears, uh, by the way. Uh, that's... Uh, that's <laughs> 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 we talking to you, Tim, aren't we? <laughs> We used to call him Trigger, um, Tim Steele, uh, after older films and horses. Uh, he was a card he was, by the way, wasn't he, Tim Steele? He just kept yeah. running and running and running, a bit like Troy Didn't know what to do with it at the end of it. Oh, no, sorry, Troy Sorry, I do apologise. Um, I, I don't know, you mean, because um, I think when we, when we actually went to club in Tomo, 86 to about 92, we had one of the best spirits, the best, best players all together in one go. You know what I mean? I know Tomo's got different players to me or whatever, but... I've got to say, Muchi. Muchi had a good, good uh, few years with him up front. Absolutely superb. You know what I mean? He was my best mate. I mean, he was my best mate on and off the field. But he was the best pl- on, the, on the field to play with. He was superb. But the, like I said before, truly with Muchi, on the field, we knew you know, where he was on the field. But he's from Liverpool. I'm from Tipton. We couldn't understand a word we said to each other. <laughs> he's going, calm down, calm down, bully man. I was going, bully, get number five. It was like this. But he was, we, had, we had a great combination, and he knew where it was, and he's, he's, he was like the unsung hero when I played, you know what I mean? And uh, I know we can go on about the kid down, he's the Denos, the, the Cookies, the Stowellies, you know, we, we, we had a, a great squad, didn't we? And uh, what, would, what would have been yours? And would yours have been as a centre-half or something? Oh, you... Best player? Yeah. Well, I'd say Cookie was one of them. Say Paul Cook. Mm. Um, he was a great player, went to play in the Premier League as well, but... He had a great left foot. I'm sure that you yeah. you yeah. like the benefits from him as well, yeah. uh, picking you out. But say, he was he was a very good player, uh, Cookie for us. Um, and again, you can't look past Muchy with these two because if he's scoring 80 goals a season between you, it kind of helps the team a little bit, doesn't it? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so you can't look beyond that, can you really? But uh, but uh, yeah, but say I've played with some players at the club. So like his record speaks for itself, but. Again, Keith Denning is another good mate of mine who did a great job for the club as well. Uh, well, he, he basically protected Cookie, didn't he? So, but um, but he, yeah. he, he was a good player. He was a very good player for the club. Um, and I remember when we first went to the club, Ali Robertson, I'm sure you still remember Ali, how good he was. Um, and he was, great, he was great for us coming into it because, you will not believe it or not, we were quite young when we went to Wolves. Um, and Ali was the more the veteran than Floyd. So he, uh, he kind of looked after us a little bit, on and off the field. So like your, he's like your dad, Rory. Yeah, like your dad, he was good. But, uh, he introduced us because we were like blue-eyed boys at the time, just playing football, playing football. That's what we wanted to do. And uh, when we first got to the club, they, uh, they had this club called the Tuesday Club. And we didn't know what the Tuesday Club was, you know I mean? Like, so we soon found out, though. We soon found out, didn't we? Yeah. That's what, what, what about the, the close-knit stuff. Uh, we trained hard on a Monday. On the Tuesday, we ran our... Our balls off, I mean, got a great sweat on, what a bang. Drove to Birmingham, everybody together, all together in the cars, man, bang into the moon, on the lash, Tuesday morning till Wednesday, till Wednesday morning. And all the gaffers said to us, morning, 
Just delving no trouble back here. We never did. We never brought any trouble back at all. Well, he never so, told us about it. Well, That's no, 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 I didn't, yeah. <laughs> he didn't find out. <laughs> Luke, I've got a question here from a very well-dressed Wolves fan. Thank, thank you, Luke. Um, evening, chaps. Um, knowing, in fact, how specific you guys are on about Wolves going in terms of positions as they have done in the last few years, um, how much do you think Nuno and his team will splash out in the summer? Uh, me personally, I think they, uh, they, uh, you know the ambition anyway, what they want to do, didn't you? You know what I mean? Three to five years, they want to be in the top five, top, top four, top five, top four. Uh, and I think they'll give them strength to strength. I think uh, I've put the toe in the water this year, give them a little bit of money to spend, see what you can spend it on. And he's over-exceeded what they thought. And I think now all they're going to do now is back him and strengthen him in any position he wants. Me, I do, me personally. But they might, might be Portuguese or foreign players... But I think he'll get the backing I do in the summer. I think he'll get the backing, but we've got this fair play that we've got to struggle with at the minute because of the capacity and the income of the club. And that's why they're looking to improve the size of the, the ground because it's more revenue. The more revenue they get, the better they can, well, the more money they can spend on players. I think that they will invest in the summer. You've got to, if you want to stay in this league and it's shown you with clubs that haven't invested highly, uh, that you go down. And, and that's the big thing. I know Fulham have invested over 100 million. Crystal Palace, I think, roughly the same. West Ham invested a lot of money. But at the minute, the players that he's brought in have been great players for us. And that's, I think he knows what he's doing in the market. But I think the world definitely back him to bring in who he wants. And that's the thing with him. Whoever he wants at the minute, they're going to give it to him. Because mm-hmm. uh, the way that uh, the team are playing, the results, and that's what it's all about, where you are in the league and what you're doing in cup competitions, I think that they'll definitely back him whatever he wants. And again, it's got to be somebody that's going to settle into his side who fits right in. And that's the big, That's been the hardest problem for him, is to get somebody who's going to fit into the squad. He got Jimenez in the summer, which has been an absolute brilliant addition to the squad with the players that he had already. I think they've done it well, though, uh, through the loan system. Myself, you know, we, we went wrong last time with our Harvards, the Johnsons, certain players coming on 40 grand a week, and he got them for four years. They've, he's done, they've done well. I think they've done well these last two years to say, give us a year, so we can give us a well, You've got to prove yourself, haven't you? you That's what yourself. I said. You've yeah. got to prove yourself. Do yeah. you deserve to be at this club? Because, yeah. uh, and we all, at the minute, we all think they should. Yeah. But that's what he's done. He's brought in Lownies, your Bolly, your Jota that he brought in. You proved to me that you deserve to be in the Premier League with this club. And that's been the biggest thing with him. OK, cool. We've got last two, two last questions. I think we've got a gentleman over here. Evening, Steve. Evening, Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most of the room probably think that uh, Nuno's best buy was perhaps Joe Moutinho for £5 million. But what about um, £12 million for Diogo Jota? He's 21 years old. How good is he now and how good is he well, he will be in his prime? <laughs> I think he's scary, to be fair. You know, I mean, he's only about as small as Tomo. Uh, it's, but he's, he's so muscly and so strong. He's quite so happy with that compliment, <laughs> how big it was. <laughs> Height. <laughs> <laughs> now he's, he's scary. You saw it against Man U, didn't you? You know, I mean, one-on-one. Muscles him off the ball, gets on and scores as well. He's been an inspiration and uh, they are getting a great partnership together, them two together. You know, it's, it's, it's absolute, it's like the old days, right? like I said, Bull and Much, Dugan and Richards. It's like them, but they don't play like us two forwards. They play left, right, middle. They just know where each other, like on a piece of string together, know where they are, don't they? And they complement each other. And when they're in the box, 
Arm me arm in the stand shouting, shoot, shoot! And I passed him one, two in the box and tapped me up, get back, please shoot! And I'm going, but they scored at the end of the day, they're going to score. And then you're shouting goal. Oh, 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 great goal. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, great goal. I'm red in the face, I'm, oh, great goal, yeah. Oh, man. But if you, if you look at him, Jota struggled at the beginning of the season as well to find any kind of form uh, with Jimenez. But for whatever he's done, he say, I think he's, the manager's had a word with him. He's realised that his place is at risk at the club. Um, and he just knuckled down and all, he's come back and he's been absolutely unbelievable, Jota. So like the strength of him against anybody. But what, what everybody loves about him, how direct he is, he gets the ball and he's off. You saw the second goal at the weekend. He got that ball on the halfway line and he thought, oh, nobody's stopping me. He's not sure out the way. He still fancied his chances and then he's gone in there and smashed it past the keeper. And, and that's what he's all about. Confidence is a great thing. And you watch the way that Jimenez didn't even look at the goal for the first goal. And that just shows you what, what it's all about at the minute. And Bully spoke about partnerships. Um, and it, they just seem to be working. Uh, and it's great to have that you've got two players who are scoring. And it does help the team a lot. Um, but it ain't just up front. It's the centre-halves as well, the three of them. You know where they're going? The three in midfield. They, know what they, do. they all know the jobs. And that's all down to Nuno saying, there's your job, go and do it. Simple as a day. And, 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 and they're doing it. It's, it's, it's good. Isn't it? And last question. Um, evening, chaps. Um, Steve, uh, what's the best, or should I say the funniest story you've got about Gaza? About Gaza? Um, uh, Jesus Christ. I can't tell off on them. <laughs> Um, uh, let me think. Uh, okay. Um, you, uh, which one's on? It's it's live no, and uncut. Okay, 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 okay. You're on your own. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, t- I always, t- I always, when I do my, when I do my afternoon speakings, I always chuck this one in. Uh, he's a barn pot, by the way. He's uh, he's round the bend. He's like, seriously, he's round the bend. Seriously. When we used to have a uh, have a training session, play, we used to have food after. Ten minutes, you had to move away from him because you want to knock him out. Seriously, because he's on and on and on like this. And uh, we was in the World Cup and uh, and we was up and down Italy for six weeks. And uh, you get bored, you know, I mean? you get bored. You, know, you, got, you want to play golf and go swim now and again, whatever. So the gaffer just stood up and says, uh, "Okay, uh, we'll have a race day. A race day means you get a DVD from a different country, put it in. Nobody's seen it. Have a bet, and that's it. Okay, no, it's at all." Gaffer goes up. He says, "Who wants to be the bookies?" Lynch and Schultz. Sorry, Lineker and Schultz. They go, will be it. Yeah, okay, no, is it all? Okay. Put the DVD in, bang, they get the money on the table. Like this. Around the televisions like this, put the DVD, boom, watching it. One, two, three, four races went. Nothing. Nobody won hardly, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Last race comes up, doesn't he? Last race comes up. Gaza stands up and goes, ho air, lads. That's a shit dory accent, by the way. He goes, ho air, lads. Look at that there. Number 16, Paul's Destiny, 20 to 1, get on it. We're going, yeah, Gazi, you know nothing about horses. Yeah, yeah, nothing at all. Go on. Paul's destiny, get on it. And we're going, ah, might as well, haven't we? So we get our money out, put out all our money on there. Links and Schultz are going, oof, if this comes in 20 to 1, we'd, we'll have to go back to the room, get some more money. So, okay, race, race starts, don't we? Gaz is on the, on, on the set here, giving it a lot. Of, go on, go on, who are a lot? He's like, smacking his horse. He's going, go on, all that. Sort of. He says, horses at the back of the pack, and he? The horses at the back of the pack, and... Furlong goes, we jump on Gaza, start hitting him, going, you Jordy, we're smacking him like this. And we get up, it starts, it starts like this. Three furlongs, two furlongs, the horse gets to the middle of the pack, then he, final furlong, the horse is coming up, we're, going, we're all jumping on the settees, going, oh, hey, look, go on, have some of this, 
It only wins by a snotter. This horse wins by a snotter. We're going, oh, Gazi, a class man, you're brilliant. Come here, come here, Gazi, a class man. Oh, I like you. Get the money, Shields goes back to the room, gets some money, that's it. We have a few beers of the night, get up next morning, breakfast. We're having breakfast with me. All laughing and joking about Lintz and Shields on their own, crying their eyes up. Well, he's going to let them finish our breakfast, just about to get up. Gazi gets up, doesn't he? Gazi gets up and goes, oh, well, lads, uh, you've got to give them the money back. Yeah, right, Gaza. That, that took it off us. Now you've got to give him the money back. Went, why? He went, I watched the DVD the night before. <laughs> 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 That's how stupid he is. Seriously. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Round of applause for, for, for the Q&A. Super. Hi. Right, we've got time for a little game show now, a little game show uh, to find out who knows each other best. You might have heard of this game show. It is Mr. and Mr. We've changed it a little bit this time round. So, who is the better duo? Who knows each other best? Who has the best bromance on stage? Is it Spears and Judah, a.k.a. Spooder? Nice. Or is it Bully and Tomo, a.k.a. We're going to sort oh, Tomo and Bully, a.k.a. Tully. So we're going to start. It's a paddleboard game. So me and Tim are going to... Well, I think, you, Luke, you've planned some questions for us. And uh, we're going to try and answer them and try and outdo them. So there's ten questions, and hopefully we know each other better than these two. Okay, okay. I, think I, think so. I think we can do it. Okay, 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 okay. You ready? That's it. So we've got ten questions, Nathan and Tim. First one. Who, who is most likely to steal a hotel bathrobe? 100%. Yes! Yes, there we go, there we go. Okay, yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next. Who is the biggest baby? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Oh! Oh, no, it's ridiculous. Oh, no, oh it's what? Like a, a, a joke. Think of each other. Absolute joke. <laughs> Absolute joke. <laughs> Uh, you're sure to know this one. Uh, who, who takes the longest in the shower? Longest in the shower? Uh, I mean, we know each other pretty well. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. You're killing what? us here. What? You're joking. All right. Struggling. Who has the most female attention back in the day? Back in the day when you were single men. Well, I, was, I was a big boy. Back in the day? Man. It depends how far back in the day we're going, to be let's honest. Go, let's go 21 stone days. When you used to go to cinema on your own and drink and have uh, Chinese takeaways. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with a beef chow men. Are we talking, uh, about, are we talking about that, that area then? It's, it's pretty easy, isn't it? I think. Maybe? Yes. Yeah, we're there, we're yeah. there, we're there, we're there. There you go. Is that our first one? Uh, no, you're second, you're second. Okay, okay, I'll take that. Uh, who's a h- most high maintenance? Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, I'm Jesus just going to show everybody. Come on, yeah. it's easy. That's easy. Bless him. <laughs> Come on. You get it right? Yes. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Yes, of course. Yes, easy. Yes. Yes. Very easy. Who's the best singer? Oh. Oh, dear. What? Yes. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. It, Next this, one. This one's quite simple, I think. Uh, who's most likely uh, to blow their life savings in Vegas? Ah. Oh. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go, there we go, there we go. How many have we got, how many have we got left? Uh, you have, you've got two left. Okay. Uh, three, sorry, three left. Uh, who's most likely to rub deep heat on someone's jock strap? 
I mean, who comes up with these flipping questions? DP in someone's jockstra. I really like DP, but... The reaction's good, I'm telling you. (laughs) 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 To watch, to watch. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yes, 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 we've got a match. Come on. After Sam and Gate, I think it's got to be. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like a fix, but um, who's most likely to get caught speeding? Oh, f*** off. Don't even bother putting it on. Come on, we'll know. Don't speed, okay? Especially in Switzerland. Correct. All right, and the last one, the last one. Who's most likely to bury a winning penalty in an FA Cup final? Oh. Wow. Oh. Oh. I'm backing myself. Oh. If it's it's for Wolves. Oh, come on. If it's for Wolves. I've never seen you kick a ball in your life. Okay, so how many do we get? How many do we get? How many did you get? You got three wrong, so you got seven. Seven out of ten. Seven, seven out, out of ten. ten. Okay. Go on then, boys. Take it away. Take it away. Let's get, right. let's get these two up. Let's see if you've got seven, seven to beat. Seven out of ten. Round of applause. Come on, get them up. Bully and Tombo. Sure. All right, shoot. Same question. First one. Most likely to steal a hotel bathrobe. Would you? Would you? You can't do that. You've got, you've got to look Can you do that? Can you do that? Can you do that? Yeah, go on. Go on. I'm from Tipton, yeah. Yes. Scandalous. Who's the biggest baby? Who's the biggest what? Baby. Oh. How many bodies? I heard. Oh, I've got a minute. You've been that. Oh, no. I think so. I think so. No. No? No. No. <laughs> Who takes the longest in a shower? No looking, no looking, no looking. Yes! It's only because he's smaller. Like watching Superman back in the day when you was in the shower. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Not for that reason. I'll get the secrets away. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, who had the most female attention back in the day? Oh, it's going to be down the middle of us. Oh, I've got to go. Oh, got, to show got to show him, got to show the crowd. Go, go on, go on, go on. Hurry up. Oh, interesting. Oh. 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 Who's the most high maintenance? High maintenance? No, no. Who's the best singer? Can't even talk to my singer. <laughs> we gotta get that right, Hey, we'll take that. Who's who's most likely to blow their life savings in Vegas, guys? Bully, bully. Uh, who's most likely to rub deep heat into someone's jock strap? Oh, we've both done it, probably. <laughs> Not in each other's. We've done it on the other No, 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 no. See, see. No, who's most likely to get caught speeding? Tomo, stop cheating, man. I'm not looking at this. <laughs> yes. Boy racer. Uh, and last of all, who's most likely to bury a winning penalty in the FA Cup final? <laughs> yeah. Uh, boys, boys, boys. So that's who, who won? Who won? Okay. So me, me, me and Tim won. Spooder wins, as normal. 
Um, look, guys, um, for me and Tim, I think from all the crowd, it's an absolute treat to have both of you tonight. Absolute living legends. We've got some walk-off, walk-off music that I think is very apt. Can we please give a warm round of applause and massive thanks to Stevie Bull, to Annie Thompson, Tom O'Bully! Thank you. And then, and then the realisation, Jesus Christ, we're left with these two imbeciles. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry guys. Sorry. sorry, everybody, sorry. Next segment then, before we go, we've got drinks coming up. The bar's going to be open soon, so you can get yourself drinks. Interval coming up. Timothy Spears, you've, you've, got something, you've got something to share with the peeps. So, I put out a tweet uh, a couple of weeks ago and yesterday asking for your responses to the question of if you were to compare myself and Nathan Judah... Oh, yeah. To two movie characters, who would we be and why? Interesting. Interesting. Some very interesting responses. Several people... I can hear this. Is he that whistling? (laughs) Do you hear that? (laughs) Yes. Spot on. Uh, (laughs) Several people said the Muppets, obviously. That's a a nice, nice, easy starter, the Muppets. That's, That's a very PG starter. Hinge and Brackets as well. I didn't get that either, but a lot of people said it, so... Okay. Uh, the two guys from Naked Gun, obviously. Yes, like that. Slapstick. Good movie. Very good. Uh, the Brothers of Grimsby. Anybody seen that film? No. No? Are no. they good people? I don't know either. But everybody, people are laughing, so... Okay, it's time. We'll take it, we'll take it, we'll take it. Pam... Wow. Uh, <laughs> Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee... Wow. I think it's from a different kind of film. Wow. Different kind of film. We've never done that. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa. I think that's... Oh, Timon and Pumbaa. What do you mean, Timon? Timon, Timon and Pumbaa. No, Timon. 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 No, Timon and Pumbaa. Okay. Lion King. Um, nice one here. To boldly go and report where no Tim has gone before. Oh, wowza. Will Nathan Judah end up in Pop World... Resistance is futile. Oh, yeah, like that. Nothing more than a bit of pop world. Declan Burns says, Turner and Hooch. Yeah, like that. Because one is always slobbering over the other. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, A TV reference, apparently, I'm David Brent and you're Gareth. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that. Do you understand that? No, not a lot. No, No, I don't think so. Uh, Obviously, Bert and Ernie, the movie. Yes. Wayne and Garth. Yes. Richard Evans says... Tim Spears is the English Seth Rogen. He can't do anything with his barnet. <laughs> wow. Abuse wow. of the Week's later. I that think. is Abuse of the Week is later. It's going to be good Abuse of the Week as well. Uh, Thelma and Louise, my personal favourite, the two at the back of the human centipede. Wow. <laughs> I mean, no one, no one wants to be in the middle of that, by the way. The middle's the worst, isn't it, surely? Lots of Laurel and Hardy, obviously. Yeah. Several responses suggesting Dumb and Dumber. Okay, fair enough. And even more, in fact, the most popular answer by far was Brokeback Mountain. Oh, yeah. of, of course. Thank you very much. Think, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. Right, okay. Um, this is my little Ellen moment. Hopefully no one's, no one's had a look, but can I just say, actually, I'm going to say round of applause first because um, your book, We're On Our Way Back Last Season, has now officially sold out. So congratulations, author Tim Spears. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you very much. However, we have five of the last copies available tonight. We also have five Abuse of the Week mugs, and we have five drinks at the bar. 
like I said, this is my Ellen moment, this is my Oprah moment, I like it. There is 15 golden tickets hidden under 15 seats in this room. There are 15 golden tickets, so go and have a look under your seat, you may have a golden ticket. Find out if you've got a golden ticket. Yeah, there's one, there's one, there's one, anyone else? There's two, yeah, three, congratulations. So open them up, everyone. There, you've either got a beer, you've got a book, or you've got a mug. Congratulations. Right. We're going to get off now. Get yourself to the bar. Make sure you send your Abuse of the Week live tweets with yeah, the hashtag, hashtag, hashtag Poddy Live. We'll see you in 20 minutes. Hello, hello. Welcome to the second half of this amazing show, the 114th episode of the Wolves Podcast Live. Now... We put out a little article about uh, a few days ago now. We've got a very special auction. Um, I I would say money can't buy auction, but but then money will buy it. So maybe you can buy it. It's a bit too confusing for me, but let's carry on. Okay, that's fair enough. Okay, so um, we have got four beautiful lots for you tonight. Please give generously some amazing items. Uh, we're going very similar than before. I think a couple of people in the audience tonight, one who came on the Andrews, Andrews Hale came on the podcast, Glenn's here, came to the press conference. So there's lots of people that have had a good, good day. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's raise as much money as we can. First lot tonight, number one, is a wool shirt signed by personalised signature with any message you want from the two legends tonight, Tomo and Bully, plus, plus any Wolves player, one Wolves player, anyone in the squad will sign it for you as well. So you've got two legends from the past, one legend, hopefully from the present. Can I start the bidding off at £50? £50. Hands up. £50. Thank you, sir. Let's go 60. Can I get 60 in the room? Come on, warm up. Come on. There's only 50 there. 60. Thank you. I've got 70. 70. Anyone 70? 70 at the back. Thank you. 70. 80. 80. There we go. Thank you, sir. 80. 90. Anyone 90? I've got 80 at the back there. 90. Thank you, sir. 90. Keep an eye out, Luke, for me. Uh, anyone can I get 100? Let's get the first 100 of the night. First 100 of the night. Anyone? There Yay. you go, sir. 100. Yay. Round of applause. 100 pounds. Okay. Woo. 110. Can we get 110? 110, we've got 100 pound here with this, 110, 110, 100 we're going once, 100, 110 oh, there, there we go, oh, there's three of them there, yep. did you put your hand on 120, yeah, 130, love it, there we go, 130, and we've got 140 pounds, 100, I've got a little mini tr- Bermuda Triangle, like little little contest happening here, can I can have 140 pounds, anyone got 140 pounds, I've got 130 going once, 130 going twice, £130, so congratulations, uh, sir. Well Well done. done. Congratulations. Okay, number two on the item, our beautiful sponsors, Wolverhampton Building Supplies. They have got, and this this is impressive. In fact, I've got the tickets right here. Two executive box tickets for Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Arsenal at Molyneux. Now that is unbelievable. VIP, Simon will wine and dine you. You've got the best seats in the house, four-course meal, all Mm. the drinks that you want, the best seats, the best view. It's unbelievable. Two tickets, two tickets. £150. Start me off, £150. £150. Yes, £150. Thank you very much, sir. Can I get £160? 160. I've got 150 pounds. Anyone for 160? 
Anyone for 160? Come on. 160, yeah, thank you. Go. Top man. Can I get 170? Can I get 170? 170 at the back. Thank you, yeah. sir. Can I get 180? These are about £150 a shot. These are 180. Can I get 180? 180 pounds. Yes, thank you. 180. Yes. Can I get 190? Can I get 190? Anyone for 190? Anyone for 190? Yes, yeah, 190. Yes. Can we get 200 pounds? Let's get 200. Come on, come Anyone on. for 200? Come on. Come on, yeah, 200 pounds. Yes, oh, 200 pounds. So someone don't know. 210, 210. Anyone 210? This guy. 210, anyone 210? Got 200 pounds here. Give me once. 210, thank you. 220? Yes, 220. Yeah. Let's go 230. Thank you. We like this now. Have we got 240? Have we got 240? Have we got 240? We've got 230 pounds at the back. 230 pounds at the back. Going what? 240, thank you, sir. Let's get 250, anyone? 250, quarter of a grand, thank you. Okay, 270, let's go 270. Anyone 270? I've got 250. I've got 250. 270, thank you, sir. 290, 290, I've got 290. Anyone for 290? I've got 270 at the back going once. 270 at the back going twice. 270 soul, congratulations, round of applause. Awesome, awesome. Brilliant. Okay, here we go. Now, this is our 114th episode of our little old podcast, Tim. Our little old podcast. But how would you like to join me and Tim on our very own podcast in the near future? Some people would say absolutely no chance. Some people would jump at the chance. We will pick you up. We will take you to lunch. Lunch with Tim Spears. In the M&S Cafe. In the M&S Cafe with a fish finger sandwich for £6.50. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, we'll, we'll give you a tour of the Express and Star offices and then you will come, you will star, you will be focused, you will see us doing our thing live in the studio. Come and join us, special guest for the day for the Wolves Poddy. Can I start us off at £100? Yes, £100, oh, thank yeah. you. Can I have 120? 120? Scribble. 140? Have I got one foot? 140? That's Mr. Rickard. 160? Our first ever instant. Oh, Duffmeister! 160! 160! Have 180? 180 there! 180! Got 180 pounds! Can we get 200? We get 200, Jason Guy! 200 pounds! Oh, oh, 200, here we go! To get on. Let's go 225! Can I get 225? 225! Let's go 250! Anyone 250? I've got 225! Who's going to give me 250? 225 in the room. 250! 250! There we go. Okay, let's go 275. Anyone 275? I've got 250 here. I'll move you to 260. 260. 260. I've got 250 here going once. Anyone for 260? 260! There we go. We've got 270. We've got 270. We've got 260 pounds for beautiful cure leukemia so far. 260. 270. Thank you. 270. We've got 280. Have we got 280? Have we got 280? We've got 270 at the bottom here going once. 270 going twice. 270 soul. Congratulations. That's Glenn. That's Glenn. Unbelievable. 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 270 pounds. Right, okay, now now here we go. This is, for, for, me, for me, the star attraction of the night, the star of the show. How would you like to come with me and Tim? No one can do this. No one's allowed to do this, if, unless you've got your media pass. Would you like to come to a pre-match Nuno press conference at Compton Park? We'll pick you up, 
Come for a coffee. We'll have a bit of a Wolves chat. We'll take you to Compton Park. I mean, I mean you say no one, but if you're a work experience kid who's with us for the week, then you can come along. Yeah, However, apart from that, you cannot buy this prize. Cannot buy this prize. Come along to Compton Park. You'll see Nuno and all his glory. Well... Not all his glory, because that would, that would be a story, to be fair. Um, Nuno will do his thing per pre-match, and join Sky, BBC, me and Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll sit at the back. Nuno will come and shake your hand, meet yeah, and greet him. Will. Afterwards, you'll come and see us do our, 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 our pre-match analysis video. It's a great day. Really good. Like you say, this is a fantastic opportunity. I'm going to start it off high. Can I get £200 to come with us for that day? £200. Anyone with £200? Come okay, on. we've got to sort of slower. Oh. 150, 150, 150 then. 150, thank you. Scriver, 150. Can I get 175? 175. Oh, Can I get 200 then? Let's get 200. 200. I've got 175 here. 175. Going once. 200 there. 200. Thank you. Can I get 225? Can I get 225? Thank you. Can I get 250? Can I get 250? I've got 225 here. I've got 225. 225 going once. 250! Thank you very much. Simon, Rickard, 250. Can I get 260? Anyone for 260? Anyone for 260? We've got 250 here. 250 here going once. 250. 260! 260! 270! Thank you, new bidder. 270. Let's get 300. 280. Let's get 280. 280. Anyone in the room? 280. £280. I've got 270 at the back. 280. 290. 290. Thank you, sir. We've got 300. 300 pounds! Oh, wow. 320. And we've got 320. 320, thank you. 320. And we've got 340. Got 320 pounds going once. 320 pounds going twice. 340 pounds! Oh, dramatic Dramatic. effect. Incredible scenes. 340. Can I get 350? 350. 340 here. Back of the room. 350, thank you, sir. 375. 375. Anyone for 375? It's 350 at the moment. 350 going once. 350 going twice. Round of applause. 350. So, wowzer. Congratulations. Unbelievable. I tell you what, as well. Give everybody a round of applause because we have just raised £1,020 for Cure Leukemia. Oh, come on. That is absolutely unbelievable. £1,020. Right, let's, uh, let's, talk, let's talk some Wolverhampton Wanderers, Tim. Second half. Thank you very much, guys. That was absolutely awesome. Absolutely stunned. Uh, right, Tim, we've got an FA Cup semi-final against Watford. Uh, how are you feeling about the game when the draw was being made and you saw Man City in there, Watford, Brighton somehow scraped in there? I guess you wanted Brighton, but at the same time, is Watford, Watford a decent, a decent match-up? Yeah. Uh, I think it was kind of like the, the middle draw, really. Man City, obviously, you want to avoid. However... There was there was the suggestion that really if you're going to play Man City it would be best to do it in the semis but whatever no we want to avoid Man City Brighton would have been the ultimate draw well Millwall would have been decent Millwall would have been, would have been decent but yeah Watford I mean it, it's just going to be a very very tight game seventh against eighth two resurgent teams enjoying their best Premier League seasons in in you know a very long time. Uh, it's it's going to be tight. However, it's winnable. It's very very winnable. It's winnable. I mean, you've got to say on the day that if you were if you were told you've got to beat Watford in an FA Cup semi final to get through to a final, you're going to bite your hand off, aren't you? Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, people will point to the game earlier in the season where Watford won two nil, 
in October. However, I think Wolves are a very different animal these days. Uh, they were playing 3-4-3 back then, got yeah. completely overrun in midfield. Not the case now. And although they've got a lot of players to be kind of uh, wary of, obviously Dini, Delefeu, mm-hmm. um, very good central midfield, very powerful central midfield. However, Wolves on their day are a match for anyone in this country. And can they beat Watford? Of course they can. And look, if, if Watford and, and Wolves play at the best of their abilities, you've got, to, you've got to back Wolves to win the game, right? I think so. I think, I think on a big open Wembley pitch with... I mean, these guys rise to the occasion. We've seen it time and again this season. The big games, the big occasions. They love it. They mm-hmm. absolutely love it. Patricia, Patricia although he's not going to be playing in this <laughs> one. <laughs> Matinho, Neves, Jota. They love it. They embrace the big occasion. They enjoy it. And at Wembley, already won once there this season, and they will enjoy the big pitch. They bloody enjoy London. Exactly. And like I said, the big occasion. I, it's going to be tight, but you know, if, if you ask me for an early kind of opinion as to how it's going to go, I will back Wolves to win it, of course. But, but honestly, like, be honest with me. At the start of this season, what did you expect Wolverhampton Wanderers to do? I expected... A, mid, a mid-table finish, I think. I thought, I thought they would flirt with relegation a little bit more than they probably have done. Yeah. And they've surpassed everybody's expectations. It's been a wonderful, wonderful season, and it could, be, it could get even more special. It, it could. And look, there's an absolutely unbelievable chance here of Wolves being in European football next season. I mean, that is, I would, I would say, better, better than 50-50 chance. Absolutely. Do you... I'm interested, to, I'm interested to know, how many people think that Europe would actually come too early next season? Hands up. If anyone thinks it's too early. Yeah, you see, you see we're having this chat. There's a smattering there. It's probably well, about 10% I've, of the audience. I've seen it's a an few, interesting debate. I've seen a few tweets along these lines kind of saying, Europe, it's too early for Europe. Let's wait a couple of seasons. I, I, I don't buy that at all. This club hasn't been in Europe since 1981. You... If the chance is there to get into European football, you grasp it, you embrace it. This is what this club wants. They 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 want to be in fighting on four fronts. Yeah, you know, in the in the coming years. So yes, it might be a bit of a problem in terms of squad size, but come on, European football. You've you've got you've got to embrace that opportunity if it comes. And I think it, I think it will. I think it's knocking. So so let's let's look. Let's say Wolves finish seventh, which is which is an incredible achievement, absolutely stunning achievement, and they get into Europe. What's next? Because for me, you could actually spend 150, 200 million pounds and not have as good a season as what Wolves have done this year. The expectation is up there. Is the, I mean, we, we, we've heard from, from what, what Jeff Shee wants and the aim yeah. to win the Premier League in, you know, in the long term. But do they break into the top six straight away? And if so, how do they break into that top six? Well, I think the plan is to break in quickly. These guys are not messing around. They say they want to win the Premier League in five to ten years everything's more than on track. You know, they said they wanted to, to win promotions to the Premier League kind of inside three years. Uh, they've done it in two. And everything's going a lot quicker than we, than we thought it would. And in terms of breaking into the top six, honestly, with the team they've got and with the improvements that these guys are going to make, you're talking about Neves, Jota, a lot of these young players are going to get better than Donker. I really think we're going to see Dan Donker grow even more and 
Cody, Doherty. These guys are going to get better, honestly. What's funny? Just seeing one of the tweets on Poddy Live. Oh, there's, there's some good abuse oh coming up. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Um, um, so, but but, but as, as far as breaking into the top six, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think Wolves will get better this season. If, if, if you look at their record against the top six this season, it's superb. Mm-hmm. They've struggled a bit against the, um, the kind of lower five or six. Who went, to, who went to Huddersfield, by the way? Hands up. Oh, God, that was a long night. But if they can improve that, you, you, add, you add six points from Huddersfield onto the total they've got. They yeah. are not far behind the top six. Yeah. And... If you look at the top six, you probably you've got to look at a couple of teams that are going to um, struggle next season. And yeah. I think if you look at Chelsea, yeah, if Hazard leaves and they've got a transfer ban, they've got an Asian team, um, a manager who may or may not leave. I think you're looking at potentially them dropping down the table. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at Spurs, if they don't qualify for Champions League, you can see Pochettino leaving, maybe Kane, maybe a couple of their star players. So. You, you can you can see weaknesses there, yeah. and I can see Wolves earning more points than they have done this season. Like I said, with an improving team, with more additions, with Nuno still at the helm, I, I really feel like next season is potentially not too far away for them to break into the top six. Hands up if you think Wolves will finish in the top six next season. It's a tough one. Oh, not many. Yeah, maybe twenty-five percent. Not, not many at all. Not many at all. It's very difficult because I mean, there's so many teams that have tried to do that. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, it's not easy. And like I said, no, Wolves can not. spend a load of money and everybody be expecting to spend a load of money. Just a minute, guys. Just, oh, there's some people listening. Um, spend a load of money. I don't think that, um, you know, I don't think that it's a guarantee by any means. No, it's because it's not a guarantee. Fulham spent £100 million in the summer and got worse. And Spurs spent nowhere, nothing at all. And until recently, I, th- I think they've, they've been a better team. So there's no, there's no magic formula. However, what I see... With Wolves in the summer, you've got a core of 18 players there. I think they'll add to that. They'll let a, they will let a couple go. There'll, yeah. be, there'll be ins and outs in this first-team squad. However, I, I, I think we'll see the quality increase. I think we'll see the weaknesses in the squad they've got ironed out. They're very methodical about how it all works. And I think they know where the weaknesses are. And they're already working on how to improve those in the summer. So how, how, many, how many signings do Wolves need, do you feel, to be competitive on, let's say, two fronts? It's difficult because you've got you could have a Burnley situation. Look at Burnley and how they've struggled this mm-hmm. year. They're you know they're playing European football in July. Then they're now in a relegation scrap themselves. I mean, it could go one of two ways. Of course, Wolves have got more quality than Burnley. Yeah. However, you can see that you know trying to fight on two fronts is very difficult. You have, if you haven't got not just a quality squad, but you've got to have a bigger squad than what Wolves have got because you look at the squad and yeah, they've been incredible with injuries and fair play to the medical department. But if they lose one, two, or three men, you know, long term, and yes, you can cater for it and you can protect them but if you've got some idiot trying to smash Triore coming through okay he did his own ACL in and takes Triore out for you know three months or takes Connor Cody out then you're struggling aren't you yes but we've been saying that for a while we've been saying that since the start of last season you can't keep on relying on that we've been saying it since 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 the podcast started last season we've been saying what if they get an injury crisis, what if this happens? It hasn't happened. They work so hard on it, injury prevention. It's very scientific, very methodical. And they prefer a small squad. And from speaking to people at the club, that's what they want to do next season. Europa League is a bit of a curveball in terms of numbers. But in general, they want a small squad. Um, It's worked so well for them this year and they'll do the same again. Um, 
For, for outgoings, who would you say is vulnerable? I mean, I would say that probably Helder Costa, with the way that he struggled this season, might be the one that might have to make way. But then again, you've got a bigger squad. You might have to keep players like that and add to them. So Costa was, Costa was bought for £13 million. Yeah. Let's say in the summer that there was a £15 million bid came in for Helder Costa. How many people would accept it? Hands up. Flipping hell. Wow. That, I mean, that's... That's a lot of people. That's probably ninety percent of the people. I mean, do you, I like Costa, but he yeah. has struggled big time. Uh, do you think that he can regain the form that we saw in the championship, or do you think now that's it? I've seen enough. Let's ship him on. It's a long time ago from when he was on his top form. I mean, pre pre Nuno, we're talking really. Although I would add in the caveat that Lambert built a team around Costa, and everything everything went through him, and he he enjoyed that role so much. Since his injury, he's not quite been the same player. We've seen it in flashes, Arsenal away, Man United away, but not enough. And, and time is running out. And it's a shame because he's, he's a really likeable guy. He loves it here. He hasn't got an attitude problem at all. I think everybody can see that. It's just, I think it's a confidence issue. You don't see him taking on players like he used to. And he's, he's, got, to, he's got to rectify that because otherwise he's, he's not enough use to this team. And I, I, think, I think he'll probably move on. Okay, fair enough. Um, can, you, can, you see, can you see Wolves spending massive on a player, like huge money? I mean, obviously, you take Jimenez out of it. Let's say we get Jimenez for £30 million. Can you see them going... And I know, I know Mendes obviously has got his players, and we'll see. And I'm sure there'll be a few more coming in the summer. But can you see them going... Now they've got to that stage of potentially European football, finish seventh in the league, going big and going, OK, let's get tried and tested. Let's spend £40, £50, £60 million on a, on a, on a player. I mean, as far as the summer budget goes, they're already spending forty-five million on Jimenez, which I expect to go through, and Dendonka, which is about twelve million. So yeah, you're looking at roughly forty-five million already in the summer. They've got to be careful financially. However, I think we'll see a couple of first-team players leave. Your money would be on kind of Costa Cavallero. Yeah, we know Mendes will get a good money for these players. You know, yes. Costa hasn't had a great season. However, he will be flogged for a decent amount of money if he was to move on. Flogged. Yeah, totally. So, and, and I think we'll see a similar pattern to what we have this season. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see loans come in. They've used the loan market so well. We'll, we'll see players like, like, like they have with Jimenez and Johnny that will come in for the season with options to bring in. And I think we'll see kind of three, three or four players improve the first-team squad. I mean, you're looking at a centre-half. Certainly, to compete with Ryan Bennett or surpass him. You're looking at a wing-back, again, to surpass or um, or compete with Matt Doherty, I think. Has Bennett lost his place now to Saiz? Uh, I think so. I don't, see, I don't see Bennett getting back in. I, th- I think he'd probably give him... I think he, he might give him one of the upcoming league games, but... Um, Man United but, at home. Can you, can you imagine, yeah, totally. Can you imagine the amazing situation? Well, it's Just, not amazing, what, but it's stick, like... Stick the kids in, yeah? Yeah, like, stick the kids in against Man United because we've got a bigger game around the corner. It's, it's absolutely astonishing, isn't it? It is, though, isn't it? It's absolutely amazing. What an amazing time to be a Wolves fan. Right, um, we're going to move on. So we've got some questions. We want to get some questions from you guys. Questions, questions. This is questions live. Ask us a question live. Anything you want. Anything you want. Well, almost. Anything well, you want. almost. Hands up um, if you've got any questions for me and Tim. Otherwise, we're just going to talk. Um, for, uh, here we go. We've got one coming up. Hi. Hello. Hi. Yeah, keep your hands up, guys, and Luke will come Hello. to you with. This is, this is almost unthinkable, but could, like, some stupid amount of money uh, tempt... Nuno away, not because he wants to, but this is. Oh, he's getting getting shushed down. Getting shushed down. Get out. Take the microphone. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. But you, when we went, I went to your art gallery podcast, and you talked about the man and how he was pre 
season and so on, and, and it kind of endeared me to ha how you know you know of him. So in terms of his sort of makeup, he's he doesn't appear to be somebody who's just going to think right. Someone else is asking. It's just been in the news since the Man U win about you know somebody else coming in. Yeah, I mean, thanks for the question. It's an excellent question, really, because and look. You want, you want your manager to be talked about with the top jobs because he knows that, that yeah. means that he's, doing, he's doing a fantastic job. And he is. And I guarantee you that if, let's say, Man United don't have Solskjaer or, or, or Pochettino moves from, from Tottenham, Nuno will be in the reckoning for all these jobs. Now, whether he wants it or not is another question. But you've got to think that he's probably in this for at least the, at least the next few years, don't you, and see how, how, how Wolves evolves. You feel like his heart's in this. I mean, I've changed my opinion on this. When he first joined, I kind of thought he'd be here as a stepping stone, like a lot of the players, to be honest. But the more that time has gone on, I think he's here. I genuinely think he's here for the long term. I um, Money is not an issue. Contract is not an issue. He's signed up for three years. I spoke to someone at the club uh, recently and asked, and asked is, is Nuno going to be given a new contract? And I was told that, no, he won't be given one because he's on unbelievable money, apparently, which will uh, reassure everybody uh, that he doesn't need to go and chase. Well, yeah, he deserves it, of course. So he, re he buys into it. You know, he's, he's a funny guy when you speak to him, but he has his moments of kind of, you know, proper honesty. And he loves this club and he buys into this project. He loves these players. I think, I think he's going to see it through. I really do. Awesome. I really do. Hi there. Uh, seeing as Nuno was so ruthless at the end of last season, get rid of Douglas and then bringing in a phobia and selling him, could you see him being the same with Troy Ulrey? Well, good question. I think I think I think we may see a couple of signings like that. Yeah, Douglas. I don't think anybody really saw that coming. To be honest, getting getting rid of Douglas. But lucky. I mean, it, the Leeds fans can't stand him. I mean, he's having he's, he's had a couple of a couple of bad games for them, but the the vitriol out there is unbelievable. I kind of feel sorry for it, but I. To be honest, I was one of the harshest critics of Nuno when he, when he sold Douglas. I thought, I couldn't believe it. But when you look at it and look at where they've gone, again, you know, whether he changes the formation or he lets players go, he makes the right decision. Well, if you, anyone who watched the Cardiff game recently will see how well Ruben Vinagre looked that day. This guy's a star in the making and that, that kind of justifies that decision, I think, to, to let Douglas go. Um, as far as kind of surprise departures, Traore... Nuno will lose patience with him. You know, he's tried and tried and tried again to fit him into the mould that he has. He's got the most unbelievable pace, but it's not enough for Nuno. He's got to improve the football side of his game. I think the times we've seen him recently, he's, he's been excellent. He was superb against Cardiff. However, he's not in the first team at the moment. He's got a bit more to do to prove himself. I don't think he'd be sold in the summer. Um, I would like to see Wolves try and harness this unbelievable talent that he's got because there is there is a player and a half he in there. He is absolutely really special. He just needs to bloody finish. Yeah. Um, to the both of you, regarding signings in the summer, um, one from either one of you, um, a realistic signing that both of you would have, to me, João Felix, um, a promising Portuguese young lad. Who would you take... Uh, in the summer as a realistic sign of the Wolves honestly and I got I mean some people might not agree with this but I think the way that Nuno plays and I would not I wouldn't want Jimenez or Jota not to be my starting lineup for the first game of the season so you've got to have a striker who's hungry who's not going to be happy with on the bench but he's going to push Jimenez all the way and I know people disagree with this 
but he is Fulham's standout player, and I would go for someone like Mitrovic because I think the way that he the way that he um, plays for Fulham and leads the line, he would actually be backup. We're talking about a backup to Raul Jimenez. I, I'm a, I can't see Wolves signing a striker that will be better than Raul Jimenez in the summer. No. So you've got to look at someone. You've got you've got to kind of like temper your expectations here and say, right, have you got someone who, if Jimenez gets injured, can do as good a job? Maybe not as good a job, but you know, he's scored Premier League goals. He's got the experience and I think if you're playing Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, which what it will be in European football, that, that, that Mitrovic will probably, you know, he's gone down with Fulham, he doesn't want to be in the championship, he probably wants a shot, oh, I'll have a shot at a top seven club who's playing European football, I think you'd get him for a decent price. Yeah, it's a good shout. I, I mean, there's a couple of really good players for Huddersfield who I really like. Uh, Moy and Billing, obviously going to be in Championship next season. They'll be up for grabs. Whether they can afford either of those, we'll see. Um, Joe Felix, I mean, I think I've got a bit of a reputation for turning down transfer rumours, but uh, I was told there was absolutely nothing in it, so sorry about that. Um, 100 million wonder kid, probably not coming to Wolves. However... Um, the thing I get asked this question quite a lot, and it's so hard to give a realistic answer because many of Wolves' signings are players that most of us haven't heard of. Um, Spanish league, Portuguese league kind of players. I think that's the route that they'll go down. It's tried and tested. It's successful. They don't tend to go for the big names that everybody knows because they're they're overpriced and they're, they're an effectively run investment business. Yeah. So that's the way that they do it. Good stuff. So... We're doing so well in the PL2 as well. Uh, do you expect next season, if we need a bigger squad, to start bringing through younger players or do we invest more and buy in a lot more as well? You know, For instance, players like Niall Ennis bringing them through and making them more permanent in the squad. I'd love to see it happen. I think it's every, every fan's kind of dream for academy players to come through. I've got to say, I, I don't really see it happening. Unfortunately, Niall Ennis has been around for a few years now. A hugely talented player. Is it, if he was going to break into this first team squad, I think he'd have done it by now. You know, you look at Morgan being trusted by Nuno. He's 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 in there. He's in the squad. Niall Ennis, a couple of years older, is he or kind yeah. of nineteen twenty? Yeah. I think I think his time has gone. And you look at the guys in the under twenty threes. It's so it's so hard. They're spending so much money on this academy. I just don't see. I don't see many breaking through at, the, at this at this point. Do you, do you agree with what they're starting to do? AKO Chelsea did it very successfully as buy these players in, hardly play a game if not one senior appearance, put them off on loan. Let's say Dukins Nazon, for example, goes to two or three, scores some goals, and they sell them on at a profit. Is that a smart way of getting round things, or do you, do you agree going yeah. forward because they're going to keep on well, doing this? It's smart. There's no doubt about that. Is is it kind is of it ethical? Is it ethically correct? Not really. I mean, Ben Stevenson. <laughs> Bought, bought and sold. He was never going to play for Wolves. Never. And, and you knew that the, the minute they signed him. Never going to play for Wolves, but they, they sold him on. And that will happen a lot in the, in the coming years. Um, do fans really care? I don't think so. As long, as long as the club's making a bit of money out of it. As you say, it's not ethically correct. But, you know... Nobody ju- care. Exactly. George Mendes basically runs Wolves. I don't think anyone, anyone cares about that whatsoever. Okay, last question. Last question. Have we got one more question? Yeah, there we go. Two more. Okay, two more questions. Evening, lads. Um, Evening. I'm just going to bring it back to a Dharma Triary again. Um, I have to cast your minds back to a uh, drunk email I may have sent you. Um, talking about a Dharma Triary and uh, possibly mentioning that you might 
end up playing right wing back. And I remember at the time, you guys told me, no, no chance, not ever going to happen. And then, um, and then at Cardiff, he, he, uh, he did turn up at right wing back. And uh, I was just wondering if you thought he might play there again. Can't remember that email. <laughs> Can't remember Never. That. I do remember it, actually. Um, I mean, from, from obviously uh, being a Borough fan in the past. Um, in the past? In the past? <laughs> have, you just, have you just changed your allegiance? Easy, easy. In the easy, past. Easy, easy. Past easy. tense. Easy, easy. So you're not, not a Middlesbrough fan anymore? I'm just saying I was playing up to the crowd, man, okay? I do, I, I do bloody love Wolves, though. I bloody love them. Bloody love them. Um, look, um, Traore, I would, would never, ever... I mean, the, the thing is, is, you gave him the ball. You probably saw in the, in the game just before uh, Borough in the playoffs, I think, when they played at the Riverside, it was literally pass to Traore and you do your thing. The, he didn't even go past the, beyond the halfway line as in, like, defensively. Um, so I thought there was absolutely zero chance of him playing right wing back. He actually did a really good job against Cardiff, but... It's Cardiff, and yes, can he see him play again? Probably, if you know, if they're going for a game, he might come on as a right wing back to try and attack it. But to start a game ahead of Doc, I can't see it to be honest. No, probably not. Like you say, it'd be a one-off, maybe Brighton at home or a couple of other games like that. However, I was quite impressed with what he did defensively against Cardiff. It wasn't he wasn't just uh, an, a purely an extra attacker. He gets stuck in. He's really trying to listen to Nuno. He's a very kind of he's a very intelligent and eloquent guy. You know, he's a very quiet guy as well. He is, but he's very he's you know he's very studious. He's really really trying. And if Nuno can can get those ideas into his brain, then he will become a sensational player for Wolverhampton Wanderers. I've no doubt about that. Absolutely, fingers crossed. Last one then, last one. Luke? Hi. Um, How irritating and frustrating is it, some of the lazy journalism that's going on around, um, quoting and referencing Sarri's comments about walls not being organised and then just peddling out certain statements just because they don't understand Nuno and his game plan? Sarri. Sarri. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just there's two different things. There's the manager's comment, and there is lazy journalism because you see it creeping in, don't you, as well? Lazy journalism. It's the headline was devastating blow for Wolves as defender ruled out for one month. You're going to click on that, right? Any Wolves fan worth their salt will click on that. Absolutely. Story. I mean, if Willie Bolly's injured for a month, I need to know. The defender in question, Connor Cody, Ethan Ebanks Landell. <laughs> On loan at Rochdale. Wow. Those guys those guys f me off so much, honestly. (laughs) Honestly, it's it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. And there's the red wine kicking in for Tim Spears. Welcome to the party. Totally pisses me off. Because they they kill us for hits, right, don't they? Some come on, let's be honest, right? But we don't care about that. We're we're not we're not about the hits. No bullshit. It's they f me off so much. Mm. They don't even write match reports. They don't come to press conferences. They don't speak to Nuno before or after. They don't interview players. They just sit there tapping away all five things you may have missed from today's game. Yeah. F off. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I feel like this wasn't in the script. I can't. I'm trying to. Find sorry, it. sorry, sorry, so got, sorry. Oh god. Luke, you've got to edit this uh, tomorrow morning for five hours, so all the best for that. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Right, emails, emails, emails. We've got some emails in peace. Okay, right, emails can be hit and miss, but honestly, there are a couple of corkers here. 
Right, I was absolutely stunned to read this genuine email, right, from a guy called Dave Taylor. This is unbelievable. I swear on my life this is true. Hi guys, we are expat Brits living in Spain from Mijas Wolves. Mijas. Flying over for the podcast. Flying over from Spain for the podcast. They're booked a flight from Malia. Uh, to wow. join us for this special occasion. Wow. Can we I, get a round of applause? Well, I'm guys. absolutely blown away. I think it's like it's an unbelievable effort. Like we've uh, we've built this we've built this podcast up literally from a basement yes. in the Express and Star and we are humbled. And then we were talking about Villa and Albion and stuff. Yeah, it totally. Was dreadful. That they would make the effort to fly over from Spain to be, going on to Spain. be with us tonight. It's an incredible effort. What so you think? where is he? So where is he? Hello? Dave? Well, the daft turned up on the wrong night, didn't he? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You can't write it. I'm not lying to you. I swear. It's, this is genuine. Genuine. <laughs> from Spain on the wrong fucking night. Dave. Wow! Dave Taylor. Dave Taylor booked flights from Malaga and turned up to the Pavilion Club in Wolverhampton on the 19th of February. A month early, the daft he walked in, there was a Danny LaRue tribute act going on. Which, to be fair, is pretty similar, so I don't know what you That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Sense. That is ridiculous. He's not here tonight. <laughs> no, obviously, he's back in Spain. <laughs> obviously. Uh, yeah, we had some good emails this week. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows the song Stan by Eminem. Stan by Eminem? Anyone? Anyone an Eminem fan out here? No, there's a few, there's a few, yeah. Yeah, go on. So, William Hand has, has penned something quite unbelievable, really, which I'm going to try and read out to you. I'm not going to wrap it, but I'm, I'm going to read it out. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, um, Judah went to Pop World on Saturday night. Yes, I did, yes. With? Oh, Susie Perry was there, yeah. Oh, Susie Perry was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, few, a few of the Wolf staff, yeah. Uh, so, William, William has penned us an email. Okay. Dear Tim... Basically, I really wanted to go, but couldn't. Too much work to do, unfortunately. However, wow, such a lie, <laughs> dear Tim. I waited. Wasn't, but your, wasn't your missus in town? You had to go and pick her up. Yeah, she was absolutely hammered. To be fair, she Thank needed you. she needed driving home. Let's find the real reason, uh, dear Tim. I waited, but you didn't call in. I had my wallet out at the bar with a coke that has some JD at the bottom. We were stood at the dance floor with Nathan, but you no, must not have got let in. There was probably a problem with a bouncer or something. Sometimes I have too much as well after a good win. But anyways, fuck it. We're in Potwell with Judah. If I was a better man, I'd have thought he'd have wanted a vodka. Asked if he wanted a drink and you'll never guess his order. Non-alcoholic beer. What a barbie. <laughs> I was driving, man. I can't, I can't drive. He told us about the podcast too, but I'm sorry. I've got to go and work in Birmingham tomorrow. Sacked if I don't go in. I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm a reasonable fan. I even got tweet notifications turned on since the 17-18 season began. I back you over Nash on transfers in the summer. I like the bromance you have with Judah too. You put ENS on the map. Anyways, I hope to see you one day, man. Hit me back. Enjoy the podcast. Truly yours. A big ginger fan. Will Hand. Oh, round of applause. That's top draw. Very Love decent. That. That's fantastic. Really, really decent. Very, very decent. Very good. Uh, Craig Squire has sent us an email as well. Oh, yeah. Interesting question. On a ranking of the best teams in Europe, where would you say Wolves are now? Top five? No. 
10, 20 more. We've taken points off the top six above us who were still in European competitions and knocked two of them out of the FA Cup. Mm. Where are Wolves in the pantheon of European football? Bloody hell. It's a tough one, isn't it? Absolutely. Top 20, top 30? I would say top top 30 for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. When you look at the rest of the leagues, I mean, you top two or three in your Spains and your, your Germany's and stuff like that, but Wolves could be anyone else. Do you I think? Would, I would completely agree. Um, he also asks... Which ex-Wolves manager would you like to see become the next West Brom manager? <laughs> I can hear a lot of Saunders there. Uh, he talks some shit on talk sport, by the way. He's dreadful, isn't he? Absolutely awful. How does he get a job? Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I would see your Saunders and raise you Terry Connor. No wins in 13. Wow. Uh, Glenn Hoddle, maybe? Any ideas, Judah? No. No. Right, okay. Uh, thanks for that, Craig Squire. And also from Kieran Squire, surely related. Uh, following the defeat against Watford last time and their clear tactical physical dominance of our midfield, is there the potential for Nuno to match them up, playing similar tactics to the Cardiff game and fight fire with fire for the semi final? Interesting debate. I mean, you go for it. Well, I can't really. I mean, he dropped. We dropped Neves and Martino, didn't he, for Cardiff? I can't really see him doing that necessarily. I think, um, like I said, that Watford game back in October, it was a. It was a. Wolves are a very different team to what they are now. They've they've evolved. They tweaked the formation. I think what they've got is good enough to go out there and beat Watford. I don't think they yeah. necessarily have to go light for light to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Very much so. Thanks for your input. Thanks for your... Uh, I'm, Paul, thinking about, I'm, um, thinking about, I'm thinking about the next segment, sorry. Okay, sorry, yeah. Uh, Paul Mansell, one of our regulars, is here tonight. Uh, he Paul, said, hands up, Paul. Where's Paul? Where is, where's there Paul? he is, there he is, top oh, man. I love this guy. Um, he says, he's heard people mention that Nuno and players like Neves and Jota might see Wolves as a stepping stone to a top six side. Given the ambition shown by the owners and presumably the players are happy and settled, is their thinking more along the lines of we're staying here because this club can match our ambitions? Um, I'll tell you what, right, I interviewed, I had the pleasure of interviewing Diogo Jota last week. Yes. And um, it, was a, it was like a 15-minute interview with about five or six journalists sat around him. It was really, really interesting. And then we just had a couple of minutes left and someone just filled the time by asking, um, do you see yourself staying at Wolves, Diogo, for a few years? From nowhere, Jota says... When he plays football manager, he he um, takes charge of his hometown club, which I can't remember, apologies, but a small Portuguese club. and Hensford. <laughs> yeah, equivalent to Hensford, and builds them up through football manager through years. And he's, he was like, you've got to keep your key players on football manager. You've got to keep your two, three or four throughout the seasons as you rise up the leagues into Europe. And he's like, I see that. Been, been the case at Wolves as well he's talking about himself he's talking about Neves he's like well, you know I think we should all kind of stay together with Nuno and see this see this project through it's a fascinating kind of response he's, he said um, he's so engrossed in football manager that he's, he's in the year 2031 um, wow. right so you can tell what he does oh, in his the dream of turning up to training at 9 and leaving at 12 wow you, you can incredible. tell what he does in his spare Including time and, uh, and he said um, he tried to sign himself uh, on the game, but he couldn't afford himself, so he had to wait until he was age 35, right? 
And then he signed himself for this small Portuguese club, and ended up he, he ended up scoring a penalty in the Champions League final, uh, and they won the final. And he was like, "That's his kind of dream for Wolves." Yeah. So, fantastic response! Absolutely loved it. And and also, I mean, fantastic that he's got his first Portuguese cap, or hopefully, you know, cornered the Portuguese. Yeah, squad. totally. He's going to be an unbelievable player, isn't he? Yeah, he's got to keep him fit. Uh, you know, I think we're all a bit surprised when Costa got called up earlier in the season. You know, J- Joss was the one for me. One appearance, one goal. He, yeah, true. Uh, he deserves it, and yeah, he'll stay there, I'm sure. Um, got another couple, couple of quick emails. Be quick. Matty Eagle says, "Snog, marry, avoid, or sell, keep, loan." Traore, Costa, Cavallero. Sell, keep, loan. Do you want to say that one? Sell, keep, loan. So I would sell Costa. I would loan Traore, and I would keep Cav. Do you reckon? What do you say? Agreed. What do you do? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. And finally, John Pettit. Great question, this. John Ruddy gets injured mm. before the FA Cup semi. Yeah. Does Will Norris play in the semi final? No. That's doing... a great question, though. Is it? Well, it is purely because Patricio hasn't been in a single squad for the FA Cup. He's There's been... absolutely zero chance in a million years if Ruddy gets injured that Will Norris will be in goal for an FA Cup semi final. I don't know about zero chance. Zero chance. I don't know about zero chance. I, I agree, but the fact that he's not putting Patricio on the bench is confusing to me, especially in, in that Cardiff game as well. Mm. Just completely bombs him out of the squad. Very okay. peculiar. However, I agree. I think if you're in an FA Cup semi, you've got to have your guy who won Euro yeah. 2016 in the, in the scene. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. We're done? Yes. Thank, okay, you, every- thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your questions. Right. We have got another game show for you. An interactive game show coming up. You will know this very well. It's, it's an old, it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. We love it on the podcast. Here we go. Family fortunes. It is family wolves fortunes. Those of you who were there at the last wolves podcast will know exactly how this works. So the winners we are going to have, we're going to have two team captains out here in a minute. Uh, they're going to have five to the team. We're going to have three rounds. Of course, it is best of three. The winners yep. will receive a beautiful bottle of Corona Extra. No expense bed. Bought for £2 from Asda this afternoon. The loser will be getting my favourite, and I can't believe this is a, this is a booby prize. We're going to get some, some wet, sweaty salmon. Tim, will you know much about salmon and, uh, and, and pre-season trips and luggage? No? No? Come, the, memories come, the, memories come, the memories come flooding back. Nothing wrong with a bit of fish. Okay, so we have got... We need one team captain, Mr. Tim Spears. We need a second one. Tim, who we've got? Who have we got? Who have we got tonight? It's got to be... We mentioned him earlier. The man with all the Wolves knowledge. Former Wolves press officer, Paul Berry, is going to join us on stage. Paul Berry, come down. Captain. Paul Berry, round of applause to former Wolves press officer, Paul Berry. Where is he? There he is. Yeah. There he is. Uh, so, yeah. Anyone else who wants to come up? Hands, hands up if you up. want to be part of the team, hands part of the up. family force team. Who feels hands up. brave Come enough? Come on, guys, hands up, hands up. You who wants to be part of the team? Wow, brave wow, there's so many takers tonight. Knowledge. Come on. Who's going to be there? We go. Yes, sir, you come up. One, two. There you go. Uh, Jason Guy says Paul Berry. Okay, let's go. Who else? Uh, hands up. Keep I'm your hands up. Joe, I'm going to have Joe Edwards, please. Yeah, uh, Joe uh, Edwards, Wolves thank you. Wolves reporter Joe Edwards, please. Come Anyone on, this side. Hands up. Hands this side, up. Jason, go to the side right. You, sir. You, sir, right here. Anybody else? Joe, hands to up. Tim's yes. left, you, please. Sir. You, sir. 
To the right, please. To the yeah. right, please. To the left. To the left. I feel like I feel like a bit of um. To the left. To the left. Here we go. Right. Oh, careful, oh, careful. Oh, nearly, nearly. Careful, easy. Nearly. How many we got now? That's four. One, two, three, four. That's four. This side, please. This side, please. Paul Berry side. Chief, if right, you could two more, side, everybody. Go, the front, Hands thank up. You. Yes, one sir. More. Anyone? One more. Last one. Last one. Who's one coming more. up? Who's coming up? Last Hands one. Up. Hands up. Oh, I'm picking someone. Tom Oakley, get his up. Tom Oakley. Thank you. Come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. Come Tom on, there you go, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Here we on go. the right-hand side. Right. You know how this game works. Okay. Here we go. So, Bez, um, you're going to go first, please. Can you sit down here? This is your buzzer. Okay. The mic's, uh, mic's turned up. This is your buzzer, Tim. Okay, here we go. Are you ready for the first round? Ready. No cheating in this, because apparently there was some cheating last time around. So I'm gonna yeah, James Fielding's not here tonight, but he cheated Boom. last time. Aston Villa James Fielding. Aston Villa James Fielding. Aston Villa's own, <laughs> right, okay. He's a bit bigger, bigger joke than flipping Tony Jaa. Right, okay, here we go. Um, right, so, are you ready? First round, are you ready? Are you ready? Ready. Okay, ready. here we go. If one point is a yellow and two points is a red... Who were the top seven dirtiest Wolves players this season? Oh, yes. Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Relax. Paul Berry. Ryan Bennett. Ryan Bennett is top of the shot with 10 points. Very good, very good. Would you like to play or pass? Play or pass. Confirm with your team. They're playing, they're playing. Look, go to the back of the queue. Thank you very much. The Berry family, the Berry family. Okay, here we go. The Berry family. Okay, Mr. Jason Guy. Um, So we've got the top answer, Ryan Bennett. There are six more to find. Who do you think? Willie Bolly. Willie Bolly. <laughs> Willie oh, Bolly is no. not there. Willie Bolly, Jason Guy failed his test straight away. Okay, see you. So, so Spears family, you might get a chance to steal. Oh, let's go. Okay, here we go. Mr. Oakley, Mr. Oakley, who do we think? Uh, Matt Doherty. Matt Doherty. It's there. It's there. Just seventh on the list with four oh, nice. points. Matt Doherty. Sir, what's your name, please? Andrew. Andrew, where are you from? Starbridge. Starbridge, don't look so scared. Just come forward a little bit. People can't see you. It's okay. I'm not going to bite. Come forward a little bit. Thank you very much. You look a little bit scary. Like you're going to deck me. Am I okay? It's okay. There you go. Smiling. Okay, there you go. Uh, next person. Uh, Neves. Neves. Ruben Neves. Yes, he's third on the list. Congratulations. Fantastic. Uh, okay, so we've got four more to find. Uh, I'm What's your name? Sorry. I'm Carl. Carl, where are you from, Carl? Uh, it's down the road in Cod. Excellent news. Never been there. Um, <laughs> what, what, am, am I missing out? Say again, sorry. Am I missing out? Not going to console? Your kind of place, yeah. Upmarket establishment. Like that, I tell you that. Okay, so, so who do you think? Who do you think? We've already had Ryan Bennett, we've had Ruben Nevers, we've had Matt Doherty. Oh, I'm not confirming, man. What are you doing? It's my game. Relax. Remain safe. Remain safe, remain safe. It's there, it's fourth on the list. Very good, very good. Back to Paul. Who's back here? Okay, here we go. Paul, Paul Berry, Paul Berry. Uh, wow. Connor <coughs> Too oh, long, too long. You wait too down. long. Time you wait too long. Okay. Just come forward, Jason, please. Okay, so the peeps can see you. Thank you very much. Jason? Jeremy uh, Jao Moutinho, is it there? Is it there? <coughs> wow, okay, we'll go over to the Spears family. Can we all have a chance to confer? Chance to confer? Oh, okay. yeah, chance totally to confer. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Diogo Jota. 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 Oh. Who's it going to be? Ooh, ooh. 
Oh, Jimmy, I, don't know. Uh, I think we'll say Jota. It's Diogo Jota, yeah, number two. Round of applause. Very Ooh, good, very yeah. good for the Spears Woo-hoo. family. Uh, other names on the list uh, Connor Cody got timed out Paul you got timed out sorry and also Johnny was on the list as well he was number five can we have the second people Joe please Edwards. Edwards, second people please Joe Edwards and Jason guys sit down please Berry family you need to improve because that was disastrous for you guys okay here we go are you ready here we go okay top Wolves league goal scorers that's, no, they've totally blown the load there. That is ridiculous. I haven't even, I haven't even finished my sentence yet, but carry on. <laughs> Raul Jimenez. So I finished what I was going to say. That's incorrect. Uh-uh. Top Wolves League goal scorers this century. This century. Oh, no. Oh, no. If, if you finish early, Joe. If you finish early, it's okay. Sylvan Evans Blake. Sylvan Evans Blake is number one with 61 goals since nice. the year 2000. Would you like to play or pass? Confer with the Berry side. Confer with the Berry side. Play or pass? The top league goal scorers since 2000. Playing or pass? They're playing, they're playing again, they're playing again. Here we go, okay. Mr. Paul Berry. Kenny Miller. Kenny Miller is there, number two on the board with 52 goals. Here we go. Kevin Doyle. Kevin Doyle is there, number seven on the list with 30 goals, doing very, very well. Stephen Fletcher? Stephen Fletcher <clears throat> just misses out, 22 goals. 22, unlucky, just missed out there. Newer Dicko. Newer Dicko is there, number five. Congratulations, 31 goals. We're coming back to Jason Guy. Two to find for a clean sweep. Um. <clears throat> okay, okay, unfortunate, unfortunate. Okay, we'll go to uh, Mr. Paul Berry. Mr. Paul Berry, quick, quick game is a good game. Nathan Blake. Nathan Blake. I think we had it. Just missed out 24 goals. Unfortunately, not in the uh, top seven. Uh, uh, uh. Last one. Spears, family, you might get a chance okay. to steal. Henri Kamara. Henri Kamara. Uh, uh, three and out. Three and out. Here we go. It's interesting. It's interesting. Dave Edwards. Dean Sturridge. Dave Edwards, Dean Sturridge. Edwards. 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 Good answers there from my team. Yeah, who are you going for, Tim? It's got to be Dave, isn't it? It's got to be Dave. Got to be Dave. Got to be Dave. Got to be Dave. I love Dave. He's Dave Edwards with 41 goals. The Spurs family. 2-0. Congratulations. Uh, Carl Court was the other one. He was fifth on the list with 31 goals. Uh, last one. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do it for a bit of fun. We'll do it for a bit of fun. Third person on the boat. Third person. Even though the Spears family have won, you you lot are getting fish. Okay, here we go. Last one of the night. Most subbed Wolves player this season in the Premier League. Oh, 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 oh! Oh, who is that? I'm going to go Jota. <laughs> Diogo Jota is number one with 16 subs. He's been sub 16 times. Would you like to go, would you like to play or pass? I would suggest play because these, these lot have had it. Oh no, maybe not, maybe not. We've won already, we'll play it. We'll play. Should we play it? 
They're going to play. They're going to play. They're going to play. Join your team. Join your team. Name, please, sir. My name's Paul. Paul, where are you from? Litchfield. Say hello to all the people. Hello, everyone. Oh, that's very good. Okay, so we're we going from uh, most applause player this season. Helder Costa. Helder Costa is there. He's number three on the list with 14 times he's been subbed this season. Name, please. George. Where are you from, George? Penn. Penn. Oh, decent. Okay, okay. Penn. Again, lovely. another place I've never heard, but it's apparently it's a nice place. Oh, yeah. Okay, decent. So who, who would you have? I'm going to go for Moutinho. João Moutinho. Is it there? It's there. Number four on the list with nine times he's been subbed. Very good, this team. Uh, you've already been, so I'm going to go to Joe Edwards. Uh, my name's Joe, yeah. yeah. Yes, you know what I mean? This <laughs> this is is Wal- Joe Edwards, everybody, by the way. way. Unbelievable scenes. Just celebrated what birthday? What birthday? 22nd. Can you, 22nd. Pre- can you present yourself 22nd to the audience? 22nd birthday? 22, apparently. Incredible. Says <laughs> 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 someone, yeah, that's, that's about right. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. What did he say to you before this event? Don't get me on stage. Yeah, yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe doesn't want to be on stage. No, yeah. sorry, Joe. Uh, who would you say? Uh, wow, Wolves correspondent oh, there. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> excellent news. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck me. Unbelievable. Okay, here we go. Tim Spears, please. Uh, Johnny. Johnny is there. Yes, number five on the list. So you have got two more to find. Two more to find, Spears family. <laughs> okay, oh. uh, you might get a chance to steal, Barry Family. You might get a chance to steal. Last one. Adama Traore. Adama Traore is there. It's there. Very yeah. good. Number five on the list as well. Join. Can you find the last man? Can you find the last man? I'll go Jimenez. Jimenez. <laughs> Going across Whoa. to the Berry Family. Going across to the Berry Family. Here we go. Here we go. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Here we go. Who, who's been said? Were you not paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Matt Doherty. Matt Doherty. It's even Cavallaro goes across to the Spears family. 3 0. Congratulations, Spears family. (laughs) Very good, very good, right? You don't go away. No empty handed. The losers, please, Tim, you can distribute the beers. I'll distribute the wet fish, please. Congratulations. In fact, incredibly, the smoked salmon costs more than the, uh, the winner's prizes, but that's absolutely fine. That was three quid, you don't need any more. Well, that's fine. You're taking it, son. Give it to the missus. Give it to the, take it off stage. I want it smelling, it's stinking. Thank you very much, the wow. Berry family. Thank you, round of applause. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you very much, the Spears Cheers, family. Beautiful. <laughs> Oh, magnificent, magnificent. Okay, let's sit down. Right. Thank you, boys. Take your time. Take your time. We've got all day. We've got all night. No problem. By the way, at the end of this, make sure you stay. Come and have a drink with us. We're going we're to we're have a quick drink in there. Get yourself out. We're going to have a few drinks with you guys out there. So if you, if you don't have to be anywhere, then please come and have a chat with us afterwards. We'd love to, you know, have a little bit of banter because... To finish off the show, we're a little bit nervous. It is. Oh, 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 It's abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Oh, 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 oh,
It is Abuse of the Week live. Um, look, wow. we have got... And I mean, wow. wow. You are horrible, horrible people. Yeah, I, some, I, I used to like you guys, but Jesus There is Christ. some astonishing abuse. Yeah. Now, look, for the best abuse, and we will decide what the best of the abuse is, we are giving away... There is an incredible... Memphis Smokehouse opening very soon in our beautiful old Wolverhampton on the 14th of April on Aspen Way. Jack Daniels ribs, Coca-Cola, um, chicken, uh, beer can chicken. Um, there's going to be man versus food challenges. There's suicide wings. It's unbelievable. We have got two meal vouchers for you for the best abuse. Tim Spears, do you want to start us off? This is going to be very interesting. I'm laughing already just reading some of these. Right, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Not one directed at me and you, but it's quite ironic, says Gary Amos, that the abuse of the weak mugs are weak. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Let's have a look. Um, Amar's music show says, isn't it ironic that Tim is a massive dick because he has such a small... Okay. Uh, uh, su- super wolves. Spe- Spears is dressed like the rejected eighth dwarf. <laughs> John- Jonathan Giddings. Judah and, his- Judah and Spears can be as, an- as annoying as fuck, but fuck me, Luke is boring. Oh. oh, come on, man. Luke, oh, Luke. Wow, poor Luke. John Duffield, this is like an episode of Loose Women. Oh, mate. Oh, dear. Right, okay. Craig Squire. Jesus Christ. According to Nathan Judah's mom, he was so ugly when he was born, they threw away the baby and smacked the afterbirth. I feel bad for reading that out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Lord Jason Guy, the beer in here is cheaper than Tim Spears' work suit. <laughs> you have some terrible clobber, by the way. Uh, ah, Lucy Thompson. Oh, yes, Mrs. Spears. Uh, remember when you didn't hoover your flat or clean your bathroom for two years you lived in your old flat Tim Spears star it's not really abuse it's just a fact (laughs) I didn't have a hoover for two years get over it to be honest Uh, Jack underscore WWFC 95 why have I been charged £9.12 to watch two middle aged men get pissed uh, Jordan Harris says Tim Spears only has one dance move. It's not really abuse. Again, it's just facts. Yeah, it's just what we got. Just like the gun show. It's just that, really. Just pointing. Um, Amar's music show is back. Oh, this guy. Oh, God. Um, I shouldn't... Oh. No, come on. Tim doesn't buy milk from the supermarket. He relies on his man boobs to fulfill his dairy needs. Oh, this guy. Who's that? That's Amar's music show. Music show? That's unbelievable. Who the f*** calls himself that? I don't know. Oh, here we go. Alana. 
Oh, yes. Alana, here hey. we go. Here we go. On Monday, Nathan Judah ate six pieces of turkey jerky before oh. realising they were dog treats. <laughs> Duck and cod flavour. Oh, really? Right, uh, look, okay. Really? You swear, my, yeah. Right, okay, the situation was, okay, there was turkey jerky in the kitchen and there were some dog treats. Now, I haven't seen these American turkey jerky. I take them, you know when you're just starving, you just put your hand in something, it opens up. <laughs> really? I'm just going to quit while I'm behind. I'm just quitting while I'm behind. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Not a good situation. Mm. Anyway, they weren't, they weren't uh, very nice. Amar's, Amar's music show. <laughs> wow, he's back. He's, he's he got a vendetta. Right, Nathan is ugly as f***. But even if somehow replaced his head with actual shit, he'd still be better looking than Tim. <laughs> a Mars. Absolutely unbelievable. Deary me. Uh, Luke, Luke, can you come to the front, please? Luke Hatfield, Luke Hatfield. Oh, here we go. Here we go. How far has Roger Johnson dropped? No. <laughs> 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 now, now we're going around with a microphone search people to ask questions. <laughs> oh, there's no contest. Oh, there's no contest. That's it. That's it. I think we've got a winner, we, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a winner. Where is he? Macaulay Unwin. Get yourself in wherever he is. Macaulay Unwin. Come and pick it up afterwards. Oh, there he is. There he is. Get yourself up, son. Get yourself up. Come on. Here it is. Round of applause. That is superb. I love the fact that we finished both shows of the live podcast abusing poor Luke Hatfield. Congratulations. Enjoy your ribs. Absolutely superb. Delicious, delicious. Brilliant. Oh, so guys, we've, we've come to the end of the podcast. Oh, Unbelievably. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Um, look, we've got a few thank yous before we go. First of all, round of applause to our superb sponsors, Wolverhampton Building Supplies. Thank you yeah. very much. And uh, look, look, we, we, we've obviously fronted the show tonight, but it wouldn't be because of the most amazing team that we have got behind us. So thank you so much. Where's Rob at the back of the room? Rob, thank you very much. Rob. Cheers, Rob. Andy Maxwell, thank you very much. Woo. Natalie. Natalie, thank you. Yeah. Catherine, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, and of course, um, the Pavilion Club as well, which is, which is steeped in tradition. So, fantastic. A little bit of Phoenix thank from the flame. Much, yeah, guys. Thank you very much, um, We've had a great night. So, would you guys come back if we did maybe a live podcast pre-season? Would you come back? Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, from Tim, from myself, thank fingers you. crossed, three points against Burnley, and then let's f***ing win at Wembley. Thank you very much. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you.